Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this feel-good Friday, May 19th, 2023. This sports program starts right now. Feel good. Friday, a little bit. That was an embarrassment from the toxic table who looks a little bit different today at Boston Connor and at Browner 5000, I believe. Yeah. Bruce Brown is here. Great to see you, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. For having now, we might as well just go ahead and clear the air now on mm-hmm. yep. why Ty is not here. Uh, ESPN actually told us to suspend Ty for at least one day for something that he said yesterday. Yeah. We don't know exactly what it was. Could have been. A thousand different things. A lot of stuff. And even though our show is not on ESPN yet or, you know, even changed at all to the ESPN show that we're going to become, you know, Mm -hmm. which is a completely different one. Of course. ESPN did reach out and say, hey, you need to get that guy. To quote them, I think they said, get the tiny-headed fuck off your air. That's right. For at least a day, I think is what it was said in the email. So, Ty suspended for a day. He gets a nice three-day weekend. Congrats to him. Way to go, Ty. Well, no, no. I, uh, oh, yeah, shit. Because suspensions aren't good. This isn't high school. This is a bad thing. Yeah. They weren't good in high school either, okay? Yeah. At Tone Diggs, did. one half of the hammer. Damn, Cowboys. Sometimes it was a badge of honor, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Sometimes you got to go down with the ship. Sure, we all did. There was a couple in-school suspensions that I had to last a little bit longer because they wanted me to write an apology to the teacher. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which... Now I'm thinking about it, has come really... <laughs> That's a full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Um, didn't do it then. Had to sit in there for about a week and a half. Didn't do it now, but people were reporting it was, and that's bullshit. Uh-huh. You and I believe got suspended together for for like five basketball games. We went out to go to a basketball game for like five Whoa. days. Yeah, we had too much passion for yeah, our team. a lot of words Oh, there. is that right? Yeah, too much... Uh, Chance. Chance. Probably some chance. I feel like we were pretty good Costumes. shit talkers. I, I, I mean, I mean the, the whole thing... That's it, crop. It was crop, but that's... You got to get through some crop to get to the other side. Ty's at a bachelor party. So he was not suspended. I just want to clarify that. We were thinking about having a moment. So thank you for your time. Good run, Ty. Love you, Ty. 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 That's awesome. There's probably people right now. He, he probably was. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. What? Oh, yeah. Now they're just walking it back. Someone just had to delete their article that they had just started. Sell out, sell out. Yeah, we had to suspend Ty to shame. Um, if we wouldn't have addressed it, he was at a bachelor party. Oh. I, w- I honestly thought we were going to run with it that he was suspended. I, I actually was- don't believe too. that he's at a bachelor party. <laughs> nah, see, that's the problem. That False is flag. the problem. Uh, anyways, let's have a great feel-good Friday. Last night, sports are doing their thing. Yeah. We're in the conference finals department of two major, major leagues, and that being the NBA and the NHL. Last night, the NHL saw the sixth longest game in NHL history. Jeez. Four overtimes, okay? And it wasn't until, like, final seconds of the fourth overtime mm-hmm. where the Florida Panthers stole the joy out of all of Carolina. The game ended at about 2 a.m. There was 25,000 Kaniacs screaming all over the place. Yep. And they had to go home going into a workday Friday with limited sleep and devastation as their hearts were broken late into the fourth overtime. Long game, great action, and the Florida Panthers continue to surprise everybody with their greatness. Nikki skates back there. This game was a great game. I mean, there's no way any of us stood up for it or Dude, would stay up for that whole can't. thing. Darius said he stayed up all night for this, obviously, Naturally. because he's a massive Florida Panthers That's fan. Huge. Outside of that Kaniacs arena, which was still packed to the gills at 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. Shout out to them because that's a full decision Seriously. that has to get made. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's Thursday night. They were getting in there. First overtime. That's a whole other fucking period. Oh, yeah. Then there's a whole other intermission. Yeah, yep. a lot of chance. And then you go to second overtime. It's like, are we staying? The whole other yeah. period. 
whole other intermission. Third, there was another fucking game mm -hmm. that was played, and then another intermission, and then the fourth overtime. Tick, 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 tick. And they, I'm assuming people left, but the video has a lot of motherfuckers in that arena. Oh, yeah. Boy, Aside from them, did anybody stay up to watch that last night? And whenever you think about that, what does that normally indicate for games going ahead? This obviously means they're going to be exhausted for at least the next three to four games. What does that mean for our betting on the series, Nikki Skates? Yeah, I can't imagine anyone stayed to watch that. And as far as moving forward in the series goes, it's going to be tough. If you remember last year, uh, a lot of us in here, Penguins fans, Bruce Brown's Ranger fan, we watched that Penguins-Rangers game that went to, like, triple overtime in game one last year, and it definitely had an effect on the rest of the series. Guys are tired. Like, this late into the thing already, then we haven't had one of those, like, super long OT games yet throughout the playoffs yet. You get, finally get that last night in the Eastern Conference Finals, so that really weighs on a team going the rest of the way. The le a lot of heavy legs. We're going to see a lot of heavy legs uh, so but, you know, they're professionals. Good. Yeah, they're good. They're already tired. They're all exhausted. Another game. Mm -hmm. It's a best of eight all of a sudden uh, yeah. instead of a best of seven because they added a game and another period. Massive for the Panthers, though, to get that win, to get game one win on home ice of the Carolina Caniacs. Yeah, it's nice to go in there and steal one. You know, win at home, and then you got to steal one on the road. Uh, They've already been able it. to do that. <laughs> Will they be able to win at home? We shall see. Let's pivot to the others. Congrats to the Panthers. There you go, Panthers. Panthers. South work. Florida just learning that hockey exists. Also having a chance to maybe win in lift Lordo. Yeah, Who knows how the Western conference is going to shape up but we know that stoner and the boys are going to be ready yeah. for that uh -huh. green yeah. texas hockey team now let's go to the other league that has their conference finals taking place anytime the lakers are on tv you're going to watch because braun braun's on there mm -hmm. and now that he's playing against this team that i don't think any of us had any respect for or knew about before the playoffs Not enough. with this big tall serbian bastard who seemingly is the best basketball player on earth yep. obviously won back-to-back -back mvps this year wasn't even on a zoom call whenever they were going to announce who won the mvp even though i assume every denver nugget fan on earth said this guy could win it every single year yes look at his stats that is on the offensive end what are you doing it on the defensive end what are you doing it on the offensive board and uh, when you're not scoring what are you doing it this yep. fucking guy does it all triple double machine and whenever he only has like five assists or six assists it's an anomaly mm -hmm. this dude's a point guard yep. who's seven foot whatever bullies people and has talent and that guy he's playing against right there in that photo anthony davis has the chance to be incredible yeah game one 40 points had it going last night dog shit yeah, half of that now denver won both their games at home that's what they had to do. Mm -hmm. Now they got to go into the crypt mm -hmm. and see if they can handle old LeBron and everybody. This feels, though, like Denver might be unstoppable. Connor, what a game last night in the NBA. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And to your point with LeBron, you, you can't count him out. It's 2-0. He's one of the greatest players ever. He's, he's flopping all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am so sick of the flopping. Whoa. He got what he it, it deserved was, on that flop. It was an egregious flop, but also, you know, Jokic, he got him back two plays later. He flopped. Yeah, LeBron slides all the way into courtside seats. Pretty cool for those people Started sitting courtside, though. Uh, but Jokic got oh, him back. No. Spilled a guy's beer yeah. on the He was in the key. Yeah, That, that thing happened at the foul line. Yeah. Right. Joker's yeah. a big body, he okay? He jumped all the way over there. He's a bully. He got the call here. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he got he the did. call. Of course and he did. Jokic got one, two plays whoa, later. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was not a flop, okay? No, the dude's in the middle of the court. Not a flop at all. Should have been kicked out, to be honest. Him or the other Joker. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. like how the guy yeah. holding the drink couldn't re react in time by the time he got there. No, he's <laughs> looking at the action. Yeah. There's no way. I, I had my periphery over here. There's nobody within 15, 20 feet of me. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, LeBron James flies. The flop. Now, that was obviously, are you disrespecting Joker's strength? 
Oh, <laughs> Thank no. you. Joker is a dog. He yeah. is a bully, and he is powerful. You seen him on the back of that horse yesterday. Yeah. This dude actually picks up horses yep. and puts them oh, yeah. down yeah. in his little wood wagon. The so there's a drum. chance that LeBron, exactly, there's a chance that LeBron can get thrown from one side of the arena to the other, uh -huh. just like he did last night. And even if they get that call, that's going to be a tough, this is going to be a tough series for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. No this, doubt about this it. This Denver team is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jamal Murray's a fucking dude. Exactly. When he's playing as well as he did last night, there was a time where Jokic went out for a little, and then it was just the Jamal Murray show. He had 23 yeah. points in the fourth quarter. The story kind of was in the first half, like, hey, Jamal Murray, better pick it up, because if he doesn't, then this is going to be a long series for the Nuggets. Second half, he just turned into a completely different player. It was, it was unbelievable to watch. And during it, as a Celtics fan, I started to get the feeling watching the Nuggets like, shit, I don't know if any team can beat the Nuggets going forward because they are, they're doing everything right. We're so game to game with the yeah. NBA, you mm -hmm. know, and it would be cool to be able to show that highlight of LeBron. He got he got shot putted by a Serbian. Yeah, yeah. Last night. And by saying like Jokic, very strong guy. Is LeBron like a skinny bitch, or what, what's the deal here? Because he's not. No, he just knows that that's he's, not allowed in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. You can't just. It, it is allowed. I think the flopping is what people don't think should be allowed. And then yeah, here's Jokic's flop because he got him back two <laughs> plays later, and LeBron started laughing because he knew. Okay, flop for flop, an eye for an eye. A lot what of smiling do? and. Uh, Whoa! See, LeBron's a strong guy, you know? <laughs> hey, control the hips, this control the body. Awesome. Yeah. This is yeah. a highly contested, heavy spirited fucking but they're they I think they respect each other yeah. series, but let's pump breaks, okay? I love the Nuggets a lot more than I love the Lakers, okay? But Nuggets are thirty four and seven at home this year. They are nineteen and twenty two away. They started against the Suns, I believe, up two oh, and then they Suns got two games at home. So what's the deal? Joker can't play on the road. Don't have his horse and wagon. I think it's that that old tale of of the role players on the road. And the Nuggets have a, the Nuggets get a lot of scoring from their role players. So if they don't play as well on the road, you know, and they go back to the crypt, this could be two two going back to Denver. Who knows? Well, we know Pac Man uh, is certainly heartbroken <laughs> because of his Packer. Sorry, not Packers. He's not a. Yeah, have a pack, Lakers. You combined yeah. them. Packed. Yeah, packed with yeah. the Lakers yeah. and LeBron. That's why the Lakers had to win last night, though, because the role players on? played awesome. It was just AD that didn't really show up on the offensive end. Hey, and LeBron, right? LeBron didn't have a good the, game. Yeah. The conversation he with could, LeBron, he did have a good game, but he is shooting zero percent from three over these last two games. He hasn't hit altitude, yet. maybe with the legs. Yeah, because he's been banging off the back. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. ball travels a little bit further. Sure. Aim for uh -huh. the front front of the rim, yeah. as opposed to. The middle of the thing. Couple the easiest too. bet, though, that has... Oh, uh, Austin Reeves over one and a half threes. I think it's up to two and a half now. They're they're on to us, but... He's, that has been he's had five each game. With absolutely first. printing uh, money on Austin Reeves over one and a half. Austin's a dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. He scored, actually, LeBron twisted his ankle. Uh, this is towards the end of the game. It was 101-96, and they're up down by five. Austin Reeves brings the ball up. Quick little dribble. LeBron's still back in the backcourt. He did twist his ankle. It was bad. And Reeve just banks in a three. Yep. All he's, of a sudden, he's, it's a two-point game. He's always exactly where LeBron wants him to be. And that's really what Austin Reeves need to be. Well, that's because LeBron has such high basketball IQ. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And oh, that's yeah. why the first time he's seen Austin Reeves play, you say, this guy got good basketball IQ. He's going to be a star. You yep. know, he's the same page as me. It was literally first practice. Remember, mm -hmm. he said, this guy's got a high basketball IQ. He right away. I know he does. And then you hear, like, Caruso and everybody talk about Bron. They're like, hey, he's brilliant. So if he has respect for somebody, it's probably because he feels as if they are in, I don't want to say equal, but in the same basketball intelligence conversation. Yeah. yeah. And you got old Austin Reeves with the one-leg sleeve. Hope his knees are right. There's, I was trying to watch his gait as he was walking mm -hmm. down the court. I'm like, how is that guy's knee okay? And then you got Bron with one on his left. Mm -hmm. I think there's a 
lot of banged up, like yeah. kind of meniscus maybe, a little bit of swollen. It's a long season, and these dudes are playing. We appreciate everybody out yeah. there. Yeah, keep going, boys. Almost keep going. there. This Nugget seems awesome, though. I like the they coach are. coming out and saying, I'm about sick and yeah. tired mm -hmm. of everybody saying, are the Lakers going to be okay? Are the Lakers going to be okay? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Joker just had a historic performance. <laughs> yeah. Talk about this big, tall Serbian yep. about what he just did. Who cares about what – we are in this guy's time, mm -hmm. okay? We understand this guy had a time. We are in this – he's best basketball player on earth? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is that what he is? No yeah. doubt about it. People are just getting used to it now. He's been – Because it's this, such a different style. Exactly. Yeah. And he's been this good for so long. It's kind of like Giannis five years ago. People were like, this guy's unbelievable. And then you just get numb to it. It's the same with Jokic. He has, he's averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. I don't know if that's ever happened. This is what I'm talking about. When this shows up at your fucking arena, good luck. Yeah. See you okay. later. Is that like a thing there where they just show up and like race each yeah, other? And that is that a thing where? Oh, my God. Don't be so disgusting. Jeez, Bruce, Bruce, to fill that no, I don't oh, know. Sorry, Bruce. The hippo, uh, uh, you might as well just apologize now. Yeah, well, it doesn't even matter because Mickey Mouse is suspending him right after the show. <laughs> Boom. See gone. you later. Yeah, See they you. don't just execute the horses on site there either. Bruce. But is it like, yeah, like your go. business? Horsing uh -huh. business. Yeah. Horsing around. Let's talk about it. Bruce has been in the horse game Long time. A yeah. basement full of glue. Yep. Bruce. Jesus. Jesus. He's been in the horse That's not game only for a long time. That's not true. Only That's actually, you Google that, that's not a thing anymore. So they not say. It's not. Anyways. Just in hot dogs. They, they, well, they do hot dogs? They do horse dogs? They don't. That's a they Ted don't. Lasso reference Boom. if I've ever seen it. His latest episode of Ted, they said that, yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to catch up, obviously. Coach Lasso needs feel, to make me a really better feel good. It's really getting nice. Every episode's like that. Yeah. And I saw him talking to Rich Eisen. He said he doesn't know if the show's done or not. What? He said, me and the co-creator, you know, we'll get, I, I believe he said, in a pool, have some drinks, and nice. we'll start throwing around ideas, and we're not just going to continue the show just to continue the show. Oh. He said, if we come up with something, yeah. we'll do it. If not, we're not going to do it anymore. Kind of enlightening. I'm sorry I missed it. Happy to hear horses aren't a part of hot dogs or, or glue. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to be in 2023. Horses dying is certain something that has been brought up now more than it has in recent memory. But also, horse racing, we're in the middle horse racing season right now. So there's a lot of horse talk. feels like more people are interested in horse talk than they have been in a while. And what I'm hearing is the horse industry is fading. It, there's no more triple. All the horses that were supposed to be in Kentucky Derby, gone, scratched, yep. yeah, sick, can't race. And then Ian Rappaport's horse gets in. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and is nowhere near. It's hurt, whatever. It's dang. Preakness only has one horse that was in the Derby in the Preakness. The Preakness is this weekend. Yeah, the Preakness is this weekend. Have you heard anything about it? No, no, I didn't no, even know it was this not movie. not at all. It is quiet as a whisper. I believe that there are seven horses in the in the field now, so very That's small it? field. What? Um, the only Connor, horse. Why don't you go racing there? I will. I will right now. Can we get him on all fours? I've, I've I'll seen run. A, I've seen a, a girl on the internet. She thinks she's a horse. A horse girl? Oh, well, can we get her yeah. in her? Yeah, put her in, we coach. Got, I mean, yeah, it might be a little dangerous. Why is there only seven? Because every horse is sick, or? Um, so National Treasure, I believe, scratched uh, this morning. Um, so that that was the Brad Cox horse that, that you know, I was probably going to bet to win. Um, he's out. Mage is the only horse that ran in the Kentucky Derby, obviously won the Kentucky Derby. He's the only horse uh, running, running again. Oh. Um, so a lot of people are calling now for them to move the Preakness back. Um, essentially, like, can't do that. The history, it muddies the waters. Like, obviously, it'll be harder to compare Mage to Secretariat if you move the Preakness okay. back a couple months. You guys get a week break, two weeks break? Yeah, what it's are a two-week break. So anybody with these, these three-year-olds, they run until they're five, six years old. They got Breeders' Cups coming up and all that. If you lose the Kentucky Derby, why would you turn around and point them to the Preakness um, and potentially, you know, injure your horse if it's banged up like Rapoli's was going into the Kentucky Derby? Can these horses get better, like, over two months, like, faster? Uh, I... 
Yes, uh, over two months, more over six to 12. So they're at their fastest four years old, five years old. Which is the Breeders' Cup, which is not the Kentucky yes. Derby, yeah. which is so frustrating that you guys have allowed this to be the horse business. The Breeders' Cup is the that's the pros. Yes. These are the fastest fucking horses on this rock yep. are running in the Breeders' Cup. I did not know that till last year. I didn't know the Kentucky Derby was like the minor leagues pretty much. Mm-hmm. They're like college football pretty much. They're younger. They're only within an age span. Yep. And they're nowhere near as fast as the Breeders' Cup horses, right? Uh, some of them are, you know, faster than a lot of four-year-olds. But the, pr- the prime of their career, even if they're super fast as a three-year-old, will be as a four-year-old. So who cares about Preakness? Any of these. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives Give me the Breeders' Cup. And I every, want the fastest ponies. Everybody's just scared, right, that if you get rid of the Triple Crown, that horse racing will just kind of disappear right. and do irrelevance. And, like, that, you know, that might be true, but. I don't know. Um, derby, go, just, go wander around the Derby and say, hey, name the Triple Crown races. Yeah. True. They would say. Yeah, I think you're right. But Preak Nasty has that. Right? Mm-hmm. And then there's that other one in New York. Yeah. Belmont. The Belmont. The Crown Jewel. Uh, that's what I'm saying, though. You put me on the spot just a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's the Triple Crown? I, I would have been able to get two of yeah. them. I don't think I would have been able to get three of them. I think all anybody wants is just, like, a lot of hype around something and then a good race, right? Isn't that kind yeah, of what it should I, be? I think a lot of people would be fine if it was just the Derby every year. Well, those horse people would not be. No, well, no, 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 we no, need no. to build the breeders like the Derby. I don't know why the breeders should be before the. Isn't derby. it during like football, football season? season? Yeah, that's, nope. that's a, get it out of there. Exactly, yeah. first week in November. Why do they do that? Bre- the people in charge of the Breeders' Cup have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. No offense, I I just learned about what you guys are doing. I'm sure there's a reason you do what you do. You guys should be marketing harder. Yeah. than mm-hmm. anybody else. You got the best horses. Yes. Yeah. And yet, here we are, talking about fucking chaos. Seven talking about me. Yeah, who gives a shit? Give, give me the Breeders' give Cup. Give me the big dogs. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not watching the NBA playoffs thinking, you know what, I can't wait for March Madness next year. No. No, you're not. You're no, I'm saying it. I got Joker here. That's right. I got Braun here. Boom. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a good tale of a kid out of uh, DePaul getting hot in March Madness. Yes. And yeah. making some jumpers. And Mage, this horse, somehow winning in the middle of March Madness. Give me... The best ponies on earth. Now. And that's the Breeders' Cup. Yep. And they only race one time? I'm, what is the Breeders' Cup? Uh, it's two days, similar to the how the Kentucky Derby set up with the the Oaks. But uh, the Saturday card is just the the best card you'll you'll see anywhere in horse racing. We need just, four of those. Just Saturday bangers days. all day long. All right. Joining us now is speaking of bangers all day long. Hell yeah. Since 1986, there's been one person present at the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a two-year break that took place, but every other year than those two, there's been a man with a fireman cap on. That's right. That has led the Jets fan base into a chant that led the boys to play the best football they've ever played. Mm-hmm. You've heard it. You've seen it. J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. In every single primetime game that we have seen, the man that starts that entire thing is a former firefighter out of Harlem. That's right. Fireman Ed. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Woo! The Pat McAfee Show. I love it. Fire, I love it. Fireman Ed. Guys, I'm big fans. Big hey, fans. I want to let you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Okay, there's other big fans of yours. Yep. Wow. And you have learned of a Patriot fan that's not the biggest fan of yours. But we will get to him <laughs> momentarily. Let's talk about you. Watching that video of you respond to Connor's disgusting was allegations. It, was it? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. I learned a lot about you. Since 1986, you've been in the Meadowlands leading the Jets chant. It wasn't the f- That wasn't when the J-E-T-S chant started, though, right? You just kind of yeah. were a part of it and, and kind of kept it going. Is that is that an accurate depiction of your run? 
Yeah, well, um, I have we have the history of the jet chant um, that we did for SNY years ago, and it started in um, Shea Stadium with Larry Mack. Larry Mack was a fireman also up in the South Bronx. He was from my neighborhood. And uh, then when we went over to uh, uh, the stadium, over to the Meadowlands, um, it went back and forth in the end zones. 301 was Dom Valenza. God rest his soul. He just died, Dom. Rest in peace. And, and, and Donnie Schaefer. Donnie Schaefer was on the other side. He was a New York City police officer. So they used to go back and forth in the end zones. And then me and my brother were in the lower tier. And um, after a couple of years, we were there in 84. By 86, I said to my brother, I said, I ain't staying here. This is dead. I said, we got to do something. So I started running up and down the aisle. I went on the railing. Little, I go over the railing. I'm hanging from the railing. My, my older brother grabs me and he goes, pulls me up and goes, get on my shoulders. Oh. I went on the shoulders. And um, my brother died September 8th this year. So uh, there'd be no fine that without Frankie. Well, rest in so. peace to Frankie. And we appreciate him making that moment even bigger so that we can all enjoy it for so many years since then. Uh, you have become synonymous with the New York Jets. And uh, did, you, did you know that that was going to happen? And did you appreciate that that happened? Because anytime you get that, and we experience it all the time, you're going to take it on a shin sometime. Yep. And I assume that happened to you as well. What has it been like becoming one of these public faces, especially for a franchise that hasn't been fantastic for a long time? Well, you know, when you're young, you know, you're just crazy. You're going nuts. And we were doing it because we wanted to make a difference. So we tried to do it in our, our section. And who knew that years later I would become – I wound up becoming a fireman in 87. Next thing you know, I'm wearing the helmet. One of my buddies had it when we were up in Buffalo. This guy, Johnny Cirillo, we used to have the green helmet. So I asked him to let me wear it and my brother. And then it just it just took off. Now, you know what? It was always about the Jets and the Jeff fans. Uh, the Jeff fans are suffering. I'm Listen, Pat, I'm honored that I'm able to do the Jet chant and that they listen to me. Um, you know, it's humbling. I'm honored. I never take that for granted. The Jeff fans have been suffering a very long time. We're wayward souls. We've been ridiculed. We've been, dis, you know, they, they've been laughing at us. Yep. And the fans have stayed true to form. It's been, listen, we haven't been in the playoffs in 12 years. We haven't been, we haven't had a home playoff game in 21 years. And we haven't won a world championship in 54 years. This fan base has suffered long enough. We've been, we've been in the desert. We've been waiting for the water. And Aaron Rodgers has got the water. Let's go. Let's Aaron. go. Out of the darkness Whoa. with the water into New York, New Jersey. And the Jets fans obviously optimistic for the first time, long time, as you should be. We think it's going to be a fantastic fit. We think you're going to have a lot of success. Could you imagine world championship? First time, 54 years. You at the Super Bowl. Oh, 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 what a thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, Ed. Could you imagine that? Over half a century? What a time yes. that was. Yeah, everybody. We've been starving. They're hiding in the weeds Hell for yeah. years, Hell yeah. afraid to wear their stuff. The Jeff fans, 
Enjoy the journey. I hope we can win a world championship. I feel we will with Aaron Rodgers. And I hope we all can raise that Lombardi trophy. But first, but first, yeah. I want to have home field advantage. And I want to raise that Lamar Hunt trophy in our house. Yeah. Because the fan base deserves that. Hell yeah. The fan base deserves that. That's Our fan base has been suffering forever. Yeah. And I want to see that for the fan base. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm blessed. And I'm, I thank God that he gave me an opportunity to be able to do what I do. Hell yeah. Hell. And you do it to a fantastic standard every time. Felt like I was in MetLife Stadium. It did. Felt like I was in the Meadowlands there. Front row. And, you know, if you were to uh, lift the AFC Championship Trophy, the Hunt Trophy, you would have to beat a very, very tough AFC. The AFC is stacked, which kind of sucks for you guys. You guys get the first, like, really, really good, mm -hmm. promising team, and it's, like, maybe the deepest the AFC has ever been. But let alone the entire AFC, let's just talk about the division. Obviously, the Buffalo Beals are still the Buffalo Beals, and Josh Allen is seemingly going to be the best version of himself this season ever. because of how everything's going this offseason for him. Then you talk about Tua. They're making him a helmet. So that and he's doing jujitsu, so that he won't, you know, he'll be able to play all season long. So they're going to be good. Then you talk about that team up north. Hell yeah! The New England Patriots are still going to exist. They don't have Tom Brady anymore, but their fans still feel as if they're winning the Super Bowl every single year. I think you got where's Tommy? Yeah, where is Tom? Where is Tommy? Uh -huh. Hey, where's Tommy? Hey, hold on though. There's one man who thinks they're still in the glory days, Fireman Ed, and he said a lot of terrible things about you the other day. Connor, do you have anything to say to the man that is Fireman Ed, firefighter yep. in Harlem? Uh, for how many years were you fighting fires over there? I was over 20 years. Over two decades. Wow. Running towards danger. Wow. Not away from it, Powder. Going right into the fire. Honorable. Over two decades. You have anything to say to him after it. your disrespectful fucking comments, pal? Yeah, I do have something to say to him, Matt. You know, it's a pleasure. Real, real fucking pleasure to sit here and listen to you do the JETS chant. I hate it. I hated it before today. I still continue to hate it. I hate it actually even more now that I'm talking to you. And, you know, you said a lot there. Why don't you worry about winning the division, okay? We're talking AFC championships. We're talking Super Bowls. This is what the Bills fans did. Don't be like the Bills fans. The team that actually plays in New York, might I remind you. But with that being said, don't you feel like deep down, underneath everything, that these New York football jets are going to fuck it up. Don't you feel <laughs> that just a little bit? And after all Never. this time, after all you this promise. The, you, got, you, got, you got the wrong fan. <laughs> my, my glass is always half full. Always Boom. half full. Should be. All right. So first off, if you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. We got to go through Buffalo and we'll, we'll win the division. We got to go up and we got to go to Kansas City. We're going to play Kansas City. Well, they're actually coming to us. And we got to beat Kansas City. Ooh. The mission, stack the wins, home field throughout the playoffs, and the Jet fans will do the rest. Hell the yeah. Jet fans will do the rest. And we'll take care of your New England Patriots because we owe you guys big time for a good 20 years. Yeah. And we remember the 50-burger, and we remember the celebration. It's a big uh -huh. burger. Uh -huh. And the homecoming with Richard Seymour. Uh -huh. And we remember Bill Belichick, clam-faced chowderhead. We remember yeah. him. Hell yeah. You know, remember how miserable he is and how he hates us. We don't forget nothing. Not a good. Listen, it's got to be done on the field, and we're going to do our part as Jeff fans. And that's all we could do. Fireman Ed.
He called you fat the other day. You, yeah, I you did. Know, what's I that did, all about? I did fireman Ed. I'm looking at you now. Nah, fireman it's Ed not, would ragdoll you. He would muffet you right now. I never said, and I never said he would. He would ragdoll you. And I would take it, and I would stand back up like a man. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. After fireman Ed gets his mitts on you? Maybe I have to go to the hospital. I don't care. Hey, fireman Ed, what uh, the seats that you're in for the games, um, I assume you're a season ticket holder. They help you out. Yes. Can we get him uh, with you during the Jets-Patriots game? at MetLife Stadium this year? Can we make a thing out of this? Well, as long as the fans don't lynch them. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. There's nothing I can do about that. I mean, you know. Hey, he's a fireman, but uh, uh, I ain't saving you. It's your nope. duty to protect him. That's okay. <laughs> I'll get a bubble. He retired from that. He did retire from firefighting, but never from his Jets fandom. Can't wait for you two to meet no. each other. Hell yeah. Can't wait for this season for you guys. I think it's going to be much better than ones have been in the past, and we appreciate you making time for us, Fireman Ed. Hey, you guys are the best. I love the Pat McAfee show. Pat, you, you're legendary, man. When you go on that WWE, man, that just blows my mind, man. You are a athlete. Thank you. Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. But listen, say hello to AJ Hawk. I love AJ. I love AJ. Uh, hey, Connor, we're all good. All right. All right. Good. It's all, it's all it. good. It's all good. Love you, Fireman Ed. It's just hey, football. We're all Americans. We're all Americans. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what matters. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for your service so to the thank community. You. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, I mean, you got it. Ladies and gentlemen, J E T S. Why are you doing Jets, 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 Jets. Super fan. Fire minute. Yeah. How about it? I'd run through wow. a fucking wall for that guy. Yeah, we're all Americans. I wouldn't. That but that ending awesome. was great. That ending was great. I will say he's a genuine soul. Before the Jets, before the Jets chant, from the AJ Hawk to the United States, we're all Americans. That was fantastic. Oh, so yeah. he kind of put you in a blender there a little. No, bit. he didn't. But yeah, he did. I, just I like yesterday, you were in a blender. This oh. is something that we're all got our eyes on. Uh-huh. As soon as we seen Connor acting the way he was acting on this program about Fireman Ed, we knew that the other half of the graphic was going to come in. Uh-huh. You think Fireman Ed was just going to sit there oh, and no. let some schlub from uh, from New England Patriots fan base nope. say what he said? No way. I appreciate them piecing it together. Here's the video they ran for their podcast, which I believe is the NYJF pod, which is New York Jets fire. I think fans, I thought, but I'm not positive. NYJF podcast. This is the video that launched into Fireman Ed coming on the program today. I'm a Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed is a fucking sellout. I agree. He isn't a real fan of Stolen Valor. And even when he wasn't he an actual fireman? I I was a New York City firefighter. I worked up in Harlem. It was engine 69, ladder 28, and the 16th battalion, the Harlem Hilton. I had respect for Fireman Ed up until the point where he retired. Honestly, I had more respect for Fireman Ed because he was still Fireman Ed while they sucked. You respected me? You were 16 years old. Well, what'd you respect? You're a Patriot fan. You were six years old. They won the Super Bowl. You've been riding it ever since. No more Tommy. No more Tommy. <laughs> Don't be a fucking quitter. You have to be there while it sucks. I never quit anything in my life. Okay. But I think I could make you quit. Oh. 63 years young. I still got plenty left in the tank. I was doing a jet chance since 1986. I stepped away for two years. There was a reason. It had to do with my family. It had to do with some huh. different things. I'm proud Frankie. that I was able and still am able nice job, to get 80,000 people 
people on their feet and rock the Meadowlands. I think I saw eight chins on Fireman Ed. You better come see me. You're going to look a little differently when you see me in person. You don't want that smoke, Ed. You don't want that smoke. Hell yeah. Rob Carpenter knows, former yep. NFL wide receiver. We appreciate them coming by. And that video, fantastic. Very well put Unreal. together. Whoever did that. <laughs> you better come see me. Hats off. Oh, uh, four chins? Yeah. It was actually eight. Uh, Fireman yeah. Ed. I don't, uh -huh. yeah. I don't want to go any other way. It was. He's awesome. Yeah. He was, yeah, that, that was fantastic. And I did like that he was like, I can get 80,000 people to fucking move. Can exactly. You? Yeah, no. Definitely you not. So that was what he was pumped up about. I appreciate that. That's how he views it. Hey, somebody's going to have to do this. Of course. Yeah. Okay, back in the day, it was section 301, 316. It's on it. It's on it. It was dying, you know. Somebody had to pick up the thing. Huh? And when the next, whoever comes by, Fireman Ed will pass the cap. Yep. Say, you know, you got to keep it alive yeah. out here. What? How about him saying, you get home field advantage for playoffs, the fans will do the rest. Don't you even worry about the plays, okay? Don't even worry about completing Doesn't passes matter. or tackling. Nope. We will handle it. They come into the MetLife Stadium. They got no chance getting a dub on the way out, especially at the playoffs. Good for them. They got to be riding so high. Oh, yeah. But that conversation with him is a very real one. That AFC is deeper than it's Ooh. been ever. It's ridiculous. Joe, Pat, everybody was talking about getting the biggest contracts mm -hmm. all in the AFC. Yes. The yep. entire yep. young cast of characters mm -hmm. at the quarterback position who are all going to break the contract record yep. at the quarterback position all in the AFC. That is tough for 10 years, 15 years mm -hmm. coming because they're getting locked down. But if you're going to win the Super Bowl, you got to fucking beat everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And there are going to be at least, you know, two, three guys who miss the playoffs for the next, you know, foreseeable future who are good quarterbacks. It's just inevitable. And that's why, like, when you look at the NFC, you wonder if any of the elder statesmen are just thinking, like, hey, this is probably my last ride. I, I should just start recruiting people over. Because aside from Jalen Hurts, who did reset it, and then Lamar reset it. He's the only guy over there. That's why I like the Well, rank. Kyler got paid over there. Kyler yeah. did, yeah. And they, their over-under is, what, four and a half well, games? Crazy. Yeah. Paid a young quarterback, and they're at four and a half, worst in the NFL. Yeah, because yeah. he's not going to be – they don't know when he's going to play. And apparently he's ahead of schedule, but they still aren't positive if it's going to be week one or if it's going to be like October. Eagles got to be pumped. They got to be jacked. Oh, yeah. Niners got to be pumped. Yeah. Wow. And Absolutely. that's it pretty much, right? Yeah, after that it's just – takes a massive drop like the saints at nine and a half is anyone prepared to have the saints be the third best team in the nfc because their division stinks well yeah. Derek yeah. carr's got a chip on his shoulder yeah uh -huh. but that's why that's so fat. chip on his shoulder <laughs> big old chip down in the bayou Derek carr mm -hmm. he was supposed to go to the jets but jets said we're gonna find out if aaron yeah, let's wait yeah. okay sorry about it and then he goes down there reunited with his coach they got dogs down there they do Saints Both sides could be. Yeah. You know, a lot of these NFC teams are hearing us have this conversation, I assume, and yeah. just thinking to themselves, what about us? What about us? What about us? It's sorry. I'm it very sorry. The NFC, I mean, maybe that NFC East, right? That's going to be yeah, a prime time. Maybe one of them gets very hot. Maybe two of them get hot alongside the Philadelphia Eagles. But aside from that, if you're in the NFC and you're a fan, you got to think there's a chance we can get there. Yeah. I you can get to the Super Bowl, which is great news. I could be wrong here, but. The NFC East might have like three of the top five quarterbacks in the NFC. Oh yeah, in in Danny, Dak, and then Jalen. Like, I mean, who else is over there? Yeah, because you can't put anyone in the Kirk, Niners, can you? Goff, Purdy, like in Purdy. That's, that, that's a magic also, saying that. I, I think yeah. it's Jalen one, Danny Dimes two. Pretty clear cut. Zito, wow. Zito's head is, head is rolling <laughs> back there. He said, "What about We're, Justin Fields? Yeah, what's going on? But uh, Justin Fields run all over the place. There was a time this offseason." We didn't say it. Mm -hmm. People were saying, maybe you trade Justin Fields out so you can get Bryce Young. 
at one. Whoa. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if everybody feels like Justin Fields oh. is as good of a quarterback as Chicago Bears fans feel, which I think Chicago Bears fans are justified in thinking. But there has been a weird media thing, like, since that happened where Justin Fields is going to be the MVP this year all of a sudden. Hell, yeah. You think everybody, like, kind of felt bad about everything they were saying? They're like, yeah, you're right. We, what do we... His, Pump run, him up. his runs last year were fucking unbelievable. Yeah. But you're gonna throw the ball at some point. Yeah, he's a big dog though. Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts had a similar conversation. Sure, he did. Because from the first year, he was full time starter. A lot of runs, a lot of athleticism, a lot of everything. And then the conversation last year going in was, if he can throw, yep. the Eagles will be good. If he mm-hmm. can't, he's gonna get fired. They're gonna find a quarterback. And then he proved very easily. Hey, you give me some of the routes that I like. I can put the ball wherever you need it. I think there's growth that's going to happen. I think Justin Fields is going to continue. At least, at least Jalen made the playoffs that year, and, and the last, they lost to the Bucs. Um, Bears had the number one overall pick. Yeah, their team People is forget because they traded it, but they had the number one overall pick. Got yeah, an awesome but, weapon out of it. Yeah, the team has stunk for a long time over there. That's the thing. And he's had, like, Darnell Mooney is good, but now they have DJ Moore, who's not like a rookie. Like, hey, he, they finally drafted a weapon. Like, they have an established. Chase Maple was traded for a first-round pick, so he's probably going to be really good. Yeah, but still. <laughs> What's your problem? As what do you the, mean? Come on. He's probably going to be really good. As, that's a compliment in my book. Yeah. <laughs> number three receiver, though. It's not yeah, like he's yeah, the right. focal point. Like, he's the number three Cole receiver. Matt's a good tight end. Yeah, Cole Komet's good. They lost. Talk a truck. Listen, I'm on Chicago's side. I'm only talking about how he delivered the Chase Claypool (laughs) because of how happy he is to be out of the Chase Claypool business as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. That is exactly what... Joey Porter Jr. for the guy, okay? Joey Porter Jr. has not played a single down for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chase Claypool had numerous touchdowns with Ben Roethlisberger. Great freshman. Tone Diggs, he's pumped to get Joey Porter Jr. As a freshman, he did a a great freshman season. He was a rookie, okay? This isn't college, but I do understand what you're saying. And that Steelers offense is really one that if you're a wide receiver, you're pumped to be in. Exactly. Isn't it? I was calling him a freshman because he acted like one, okay? It was interesting the way that whole thing went. Yeah. Because we were big Mapletron fans. Huge. Loved him. He was on the show. And then what? He got in. Uh, well, I mean, Juju got in his. Juju guy. got into him. Got, got that guy out of town. Juju's in your town now. Yeah, but that's different. No, it's not. Yeah, is it? it is because all of our. Because now he's a Super Bowl champion. We have no young wide receivers he can corrupt. And yes, now he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, you guys got uh, Kincaid or whatever, or uh, no. no? Who's uh, you got a tight end? Who'd you guys get? Uh, we uh, traded for Mike Kosicki. Yeah, there oh, it is. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's been in the league he for did. five years. No, years. yeah, he's gonna be uh, no. So, uh, Somebody just got either picked up and they're not even. Oh, the Bills. Bills got they got Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, Kincaid yeah. yeah. He's not even going to be a tight end. No. no. Travis Kelly. Nope. Bean basically came on the show and was like, yeah, this is a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's talking about us drafting a tight end. And if you're Kincaid and you're his agent, when your contract's up four years from now, you should say, hey, this guy drafted me as a yeah. wide receiver, yeah. not as clip. a tight end. Pull here. Clip. Yeah, pull the clip. Yeah. He said it. I, we didn't say it. He's the one that deemed it that way. That's kind of what the modern NFL is. That's why whenever you ask questions about, you know, will the AFC be able to, will the Jets be able to stack up? It's like you got a quarterback mm-hmm. and in, the, in a league where you got to be able to throw. They got a guy that can do it. Patriots, we don't know. No. This is the first year in a new offense. Yes. Or, or kind of old offense, because Bill O'Brien was part of the one. That oh, built. yeah, and everybody that's on that team now is still there, right? No, no, no but. Brand new offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess. But, you know, Mac Jones, it was the same offense they used his rookie year. Is right? it? Yeah. Exact same? Bill O'Brien and, uh, and Josh McDaniels, they were kind of the two that built that thing for so long. It started with Charlie Weiss. I'm intrigued how much you change it. 
You know, especially with him going back to college he and, and him some... running his own thing in Houston. Well, they were running a 3-4 or a 4-3 on offense last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, well, Matt Patricia had the guy on the line, uh-huh. I think, for certain sets and then had him play in the that's space not... yeah. away from it. Well, that's what's going to be interesting, too, because how much are they going to pull from Bama? Because remember, there was that story that Mac kind of taught Bill O'Brien yeah. the Bama offense. Which was what? The Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian offense. Which was the yeah. Sarkeesian offense. Yeah, so yeah. how much is... You are know... they going to integrate that with this? And to your Dolan Kincaid point, that's what they're going to do with Mike Kosicki, too. Because mm-hmm. Mike Kosicki, he wants wanted to get the wide receiver money and they actually broke down his snaps where when he was actually tight end and when he was like slot outside all that and it was way more of that than it was tight end all right let's stay in the afc the cincinnati Bengals are trying to work out a contract for their superstar who is now a sex symbol mm-hmm. come back with long hair in a chisel jaw line absolutely properly jocked joey burrow looking to get back to the super bowl and also get a brand new deal from the cincinnati Bengals. since lamar got his deal done everybody just assumes that joey burrow is the next one they are in the middle of conversations. Joey Burrow has been a part of the conversations. T. Higgins wide receiver who's going to get paid oh, yeah. for some from somebody came out and spoke and said it means a lot having a leader like Joey Burrow looking out for others during his contract talks. I think we're in a new era where a lot of players are going to be a little bit more hands-on in the negotiations have a little bit more insight on what their deals could look like, can look like, and will look like. And with the way their salary cap gymnastics and structuring of contracts, people can get paid while allowing a team to get built. It's kind of the beautiful thing about these new GMs and the little loopholes that they've found in the salary cap uh, world. So Joey Burrow being involved, good news for everybody. Joey Burrow with new hair, great news for Cincinnati. And I love this new generation of QB and new generation of contracts where guys are involved in it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully T. Higgins and others are able to get paid as well and the Cincinnati Bengals team can stay together. Yeah, this feels like the first time where it's not going to be something that maybe changes the whole entire you know spectrum of the quarterback contracts it feels like he's going to obviously get a ton of money but it's not going to be to the point where he's resetting it again do you think that maybe joe burrow is kind of considering it'll be some stat and and, yeah it'll be some contract apy it'll be boom average per year could be or new money in in the first three years yes Yes. will be newest highest guaranteed will be the new thing maybe length too just go crazy with the. but you can only kick the salary cap five years is what rapaport told us and that's what they're with mahomes yeah so yeah, they were able to do it because why do you sign a 10-year deal? Well, you can only kick it five years, so then you're able to renegotiate it. So I assume it's going to be long. Yeah. yeah. But also, there's so many different ways to reset the market in the way you phrase it and word it, and that's why the negotiations are so important. That's why I'm happy Lamar was able to get a deal done mm-hmm. because I think they were able to lay out, like, hey, you're still going to be the highest. Boom. In this entire thing, you might not get the most guaranteed out of everybody, but if you play, you'll still have the highest. This, yes. which I think we can all agree on, is resetting the market. You negotiated that yourself. Congrats to you. Something that Joey Burrow agrees upon will be a brand yeah, new, okay. but I do believe they're going to leave some room for everybody else, which is great news. And also goes to what everybody said about Joey Burrow, which is like he's an incredible teammate, mm-hmm. phenomenal teammate, drinks beers, hangs out, what? takes the boys, what? still what? a guy. Mm-hmm. And this would be obviously the biggest detail of that. Yeah, we know. Mahomes is probably going to wait for him and Herbert to get done, and then he'll do his extension. Because the Herbert deal is fascinating. I, I, I was going to ask you, like, does he? Are they waiting for for Burrow so that he comes in below Burrow because you know he hasn't been to the AFC Championship and to a Super Bowl? Or do the Bengals wait for Herbert and go more than that? Like, you would think the Bengals would want to get done before Herbert. I think the Bengals are looking at Jalen's deal. Yeah, that's what I would think. Mm-hmm. And saying, hey. Same thing. Same Because he missed a year from being injured. Yep. Jalen didn't play, basically, one full year. Because yeah. Lamar, like, Lamar now is technically the highest. Yeah, he's uh, at the top. APY. Yeah. Like 51, 52, whatever. Joe Burrow hasn't won an MVP. 
Lamar no, has won but, an MVP. But he has gotten to the Super Bowl and AFC Championship. Lamar only has one playoff win. Yeah, but that would, like, all these things can be utilized as leverage Correct. points. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you would. Because then, like, then Lamar could easily say, well, the team that I had around me, like, yeah, yeah. the team you put together, obviously you give me uh, the team that they, this is what Lamar's agents, well, Lamar's mom and Lamar say, mm-hmm. and people around him. Well, if you give us that team with an MVP player that he has won MVP, we're probably able to get to the AFC Championship. Now, if you're Joey Burrow's people, you say, hey, all we do is win whenever I'm playing. And that is the only thing that matters. I'll win an MVP over the next four years, probably. For sure. Over the next three years. So that's that, that whole thing. But you're, I, it will be interesting to see where it's slotted. Is it the MVP that Lamar has yeah. that is so important? Is it the distance that Jalen Hurts was able to make it as uh-huh. a young quarterback to the Super Bowl and lose? Just like Joe Burrow. Is that what it is? It'll be interesting. That's why the Herbert deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the yeah. Herbert deal is coming in at. Yeah, I, what do you do with Herbert? Especially because they've paid so many guys around him. And obviously it feels as though... There's no chance they're paying Austin Eckler, but they have a left tackle to pay, Rashawn Slater, who, which is now a very, very high-paid position. So, like, does Justin Herbert kind of leave some money like it was for Burrow? But Burrow feels like hurts. Like, that's going to get – that deal is probably going to be very – What's sad. the Danny Dimes deal? It's just kind of like it's a good amount of money, right? Yeah, 4 160 yeah. with the 92 virtually. Yes. And you guys are pumped about that. Um, I mean, it looks – it's going to keep looking better as, as guys kind of keep resetting everything. Uh, you know, well – we need to see continuous improvement, I would say, and just taking care of the ball. But, yeah, I'm excited about it. But you can't sign Saquon because you signed him. I, I think we might be able to work something out with I heard Saquon. you guys like $9 million off or something like that. Yeah, there's no chance. No. It, it sounds like, like $7 million a year off. Saquon said he's out. It's like a $10 million, million dollar franchise. 14. He wants like 17 or 16 or yeah. something like that. Or yeah, is yeah, I think he asked for 16 Probably settle in around 14. Man. Maybe. I don't know. Done. Maybe Her- if he'll settle in. For Herbert, Kyler had got 46 a, a year, like – and then Jalen and, and Lamar are 51 and 52. Are you giving Herbert more than Kyler? Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like So like 47, 48. I but, go 50. So, so more than Kyler, but less than Jalen and Lamar. So this is the average per, per year, year. Yeah. Which is not – I mean, there's so many different ways yeah. to describe a contract. Guaranteed money, three-year new cash flow, mm-hmm. which is the actual thing that matters and all that. 52, 51, 50. 48, Russell Wilson still. 50 feels like the number. For Herbert? Yeah. What about Burrow? Yeah, I could see Burrow at 52. 52-5. Yeah, because <sighs> Burrow and Hurts feels like. See, if I'm Burrow, if I'm going to go up for the 50, like if right. I'm going for it, you're going to have to. You might as well just. <laughs> What's a million? <laughs> yeah, like what do yeah, we got? Yeah, Two yeah, million yeah. more here. Yeah. If they, But that's just like APY if they front it. With a bunch yeah. of guarantees. Yeah, the structure of it matters. But yeah. the teams know, like, when they report it, or it used to be reported, this is how it used to be reported. Only it, way. Yeah. Well, because we got to change that, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Congrats to us. For yeah, sure. It was good work. We won't do that in the future. We won't. No, no, no. We no. won't be able to change anything we'll else. The platform. No. Yeah, we won't be able to do that because the things that are being said. Remember, it's this year. Mm-hmm. ESPN is direct access into my left ear. Yeah. So whenever they want me to say something or change something, they go right here. And then it, not even into my brain, it just goes out. Like Tom Pelissero, he's plugged in. Goes right from here out my mouth. Middle of the sentence doesn't matter. Yeah, so my mouth, the voice. I don't know. I don't know how they'll match my voice. I guess AI. Yeah, they they, they'll, they'll figure it out. They're all over it. Like dudes, yeah. they already got a chip in you. So yeah, dudesy sounds like an AI though. You know what I mean? So if ESPN is gonna but, just be able to go from here to here, they're gonna have to really work on the sound. AI Drake. I, I don't think they're worried about it. They got they got that locked down. Let's get some phone calls on the five hundred phone line one eight three three four three two three six six three or one eight three three four. Dome. Go ahead. 
Bengals can kind of follow exactly what the Eagles did because the Eagles had to pay their quarterback and two receivers, and now the Bengals sure. had to pay their quarterback and two receivers. And they were able to keep uh, Derek Slayer on there too. Yeah, they, they were. But that, that's I was like the Bengals. Like, are they? Are we already seeing it where because the, they couldn't pay Jesse Bates what he wanted? So like, you're gonna have to pick and choose. Kind of like the Chiefs had to kind of pick and choose. They were able to pay. Kelsey, but they didn't pay Tyreek. Now was that their decision? Or, well, and then Tyreek Matthew as well, and then yeah. they bring in Ed Reed, or Justin Reed. They pay him the exact yeah. same. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things about being a successful organization. <laughs> a whole new set of problems once you have success arise. Yeah. How will they be able to handle it? I think Duke Tobin's going to do great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like there's a great class of GMs right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Veach is a dog. Mm-hmm. Howie's an absolute dog over there in Philly, which we would not have said three years ago. No. We would not have said that no way. at all. Duke Tobin appears be to be a guy. Uh, Joe Douglas. Omar Khan. How about Khan yeah. working some stuff? Bean working some stuff. Mm-hmm. The GMs Bean. right now at the top are fucking very, very good. The response, and it's been a response now since the draft and a little bit before the draft, but the response on Steelers Twitter yesterday after Omar was on, I mean, they, he is absolutely, he can do no wrong. Right well, he's now. a con artist, pal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do like that he has somebody else doing negotiations, and then he comes, guys, we can get a deal done. Five hundred thousand more, man. Yeah, yeah come on. At one point. I love that he basically said, some asshole, my door was closed, and he came in. It was talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, What a relationship. Yeah. All right, well, there's uh, some massive sporting event happening yeah. as we speak right now. Tone Diggs, one of the majors for the PGA, the PGA Championship, which I think the most fascinating part of this whole thing is PGA versus Live was a thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's the PGA Championship, and Live players are playing in the PGA uh-huh. Championship. Yeah. So we didn't know if the majors were going to allow the Live players to play in there. Now PGA's yeah. major is allowing the Live players in there because I think the star power and because the ratings. But it's a lot of Live guys at the top uh-huh. right now of the PGA Championship. You know that has to feel good for the players that we're getting absolutely crucified yep. by the PGA players for going and playing on the live tour. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, the Masters is its own thing, so they can make their own decision. The R- RS, RGA, ooh. Are you for talking the, about the USGA? Open. No, for the Open, the R. Oh, over there? Yeah, so they make their own decision. And then the USGA makes the Open for the Open, the decision for the Open. But this is, yeah, this is the PGA Championship. Like, this has it in PGA, so we got to know if the live players were going to play or not. But they did. Um, similar situation kind of to... Uh, the Masters where, you know, we have one of the studs in the PGA in Scoot Scheffler versus one of the live guys right now currently, Bryson the Bison DeChambeau, who has been playing. He's back. Terrible golf lately, but he lost 40 pounds this week. Uh, just water weight. Just water <laughs> what? Weight. I don't know if it was this week. But it wasn't did, just this week. He did I say was... he lost 24 pounds a night. Oh, yeah, creatine. I need to do that. That's what I need to do. I, I need to lose about 20, 25 right now, this baby weight. It probably feels so much better. But remember, Bryson was saying that's what made him better. He became, uh, instead of being like nerd golfer that has math numbers for every single shot, and it's tough to watch, into Bryson bro, yep. where he was drinking nine protein shakes a day yep. to gain weight, and he started hitting the ball 380 every yeah. time he was driving. It became the show the d sham show and then he goes to live gets a bunch of money and then he starts sucking at golf yep and then now the pga championship is back he's lighter and playing the best he's ever played yeah round one he was awesome minus four and in the course the guys are obviously it's tough they're all saying it's very very tough and it's very very grueling and exhausting um but they're saying it's fair there's like the greens are rolling great they said it's fair it's not it's not like it's just playing the course is playing hard um bryson was minus four scotty is minus three he's still the favorite at plus 220 to win the whole thing Damn. um dj kind of like brooks brooks won the tour the live tournament before the masters and then he came into the masters and played super well dj won the live tournament last week and is coming in here and playing really well 
Um, Adam Scott was up top, minus two. Hovland's minus two. Bad days for the guys who just won tournaments. So, Rom won the Masters. He's plus six. Jason Ooh. Day won last week. He's plus six. Wyndham Clark won the week before that. He's plus seven. Phil Mickelson won the coffee thing. He's plus five. Yeah. Exactly. His coffee beans. Um, the one, another story, uh, Michael Block, who is a, a course tour pro or a course pro, a club pro uh, at a course in, in Southern California. He was he was up there at minus three for a while, and then he hit one of the worst shanks I've ever seen on TV. It went directly right. <laughs> it did. He knew it, too. As soon as he hit it, he was like, oh, this is something that the players that I teach how to golf would hit yeah. whenever they're golfing. Because that's what he's doing. He's normally giving lessons, right? Yeah. That's why, like, PGA Tour pros or PGA pros, course pros are doing pros, course. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of lessons. Yep. And then, Rich. like, setting tee times and setting yep. up clubs and everything like that. Now he's playing in the PGA fucking championship. No. Yeah. Good for him. I was doing some reading on him, though. They're, they're like, he's not a normal club pro. He's, I guess he's won the PGA Club Pro Championship ten times in Southern California. Yep. So he's a stud. He's forty six year old and he's dressed super cool out there. He's wearing sweet orange hoodie today. Um, but it's nice. There's there's some. I like how the Masters was. I like how this was when there is a mix of like some of the best PGA guys and then or there's like two or three live guys over the top. It makes the things a lot more exciting. So cuz fall into the oh Tom Kim yeah Tom Kim had a tough day yesterday. Not only did he not play great, uh, he also Jeez. fell into the. He went for his ball, and he fell into the mud and. It, Mm, I was I was watching this live as it was happening because this was they're playing late like into the night. Oh yeah, last oh, night. yeah. it was like eight oh five ish, and I saw Dustin Johnson playing. They were on ESPN two, I believe, is where I was watching at. He goes in because he thought his ball was in an area that he could get to. <laughs> he got interviewed afterwards, and he was like, "This is a PJ Championship. Like, I'm not <laughs> sacrificing any stroke at all." And he goes waddling in, do 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 do, and then <laughs> right into the mud, oh, deep out. into the mud. So then he had to get out of there. Obviously, gets all the way out. They're showing this entire thing they had a iso cam on this man for probably seven minutes straight <laughs> i think they were supposed to go to a commercial break they started playing music for commercial break and you could hear somebody almost go like nah 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 they turned the music back down uh -huh. while he's in there he goes and finds a creek to go wash himself off on okay he goes into this creek he starts washing himself off he disappears from the shot no he fell in the creek uh -huh. oh, so this dude falls into mud and then he gets into a creek to wash himself off all live. This is all happening right on camera. Tom. Then he slips and falls in the creek. Then he gets up. Then he has to dry himself off, put his shoes back in, and then keep playing without having too much of a holdup because the delay is yep. a penalty. Yep. So it was a whole scene. He and then after the round, he found out he went viral. And that's one of like, I don't want to say like adorable, but it was. It was, yeah. it was like an adorable moment. It was he found adorable. out that he went viral. Because uh, he, he's also, he's only 20 years old. He's one of like the bright young players on the on the tour. Uh, in the moment, like when he did find out and his reaction to it was, it was, it was, it was heartwarming. It was kind of, yeah. It, adorable is a great word for it too, but yeah, I got a baby now. Wholesome, so. yeah. Wholesome. Adorable gets thrown around probably a lot. Yeah, but he, he handled it well. And, yeah. and you're right. My baby is, is, is adorable. Exactly. It is. She's beautiful. She is. Baby. Mm -hmm. baby. Yes, she is. Got to sleep last night. The baby. How about go. that? It's awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool hey, thing. Sleep. Here we go. Shout out. Now she's not off scheduled feed. She's off scheduled feedings too. So she's nice. like, whenever she is basically saying, "Hey, feed me," so they said that could be hour and a half, two hours, could be four hours. Oh, I'm like, well, she seems to be a chugger, so I assume it's going to be much sooner than that. But if there's a chance, there's a little bit of a break in here. Mm -hmm. Now we're playing the game. Now we're dadding and momming, mm -hmm. and now the baby's growing. Yeah, that's how to get job done. I, I I was always afraid to go off the schedule. I we still we still we st still on the schedule because I didn't want to be play that game like is she crying because she's hungry or is she crying because of something else or crying because of this or that 
That's a, that's a, it's, it's a game, man. It's quite a game. He's really trying to figure out what a what a um, a puzzle. It is a puzzle. You know what I mean? Because like you look at the face, it's like, oh, that's a poop face, just poop for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're holding it like, oh, I just felt poop, I think. And then you go in there, no, it's just a massive fart. It's like, okay, so that's a, a fart face, which is like, a, oh, <laughs> okay, let it eat. And then she starts crying. It's like, well, is she hungry? Does she want a binky? Or does she actually poop? So now it's a full thing trying to figure out. So it's like baby charades? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. No words. It's incredibly difficult. Just acting it all out. If she would do one of these. <laughs> she gets so, like, she's pretty strong, too. It makes no sense how strong she is. There'll be a time where she, like, has her hands up on her face like this, and I'll go to put bottle in mouth, and she will want to get that thing out. Oh. So I have to, like, try to get her hand, like, off of it, and it's like, no. So I got to take it out, and then I got to, like, I got to, like, I got to, like, beat her. And yeah, finagle Yeah, I'm, like, working her like I'm a jujitsu guy. But the mom's kicking ass. Sam mm-hmm. is kicking so much ass. Hell, yeah. Got to sleep last night. That's great news. Shout out to the nanny that comes through. Huge. It's called a night nanny or something like that. Night nurse, I think, is, awesome. yeah, night is the title. <sighs> I assume this is one of the most spoiled things that I could talk about, but this is a lifesaver. This, mm-hmm. this lady comes into the house. And I don't, I don't even think she, I don't know if she talks. She just comes in. Locked in. Downstairs. Boom. Whole thing. See you at 6 a.m. Awesome. You got it. Yeah, well, that's and then, sweet. And then this yeah, weekend, you'll just be able to fucking chill and, and, and watch a fucking championship. Watch yeah. DJ championship, the course which is great is, for the weekend. The course is beautiful, too. Gorgeous. And it's four-season course, so it looks a yep. little different than the, the Florida yep. Caribbean courses. It's a little bit different views. We got new names playing that we don't get to see every weekend. Exactly. Because Liv is on a channel that nobody watches. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So much so that they don't even report the ratings anymore. New they How many not. people are watching? <sighs> we don't want to get it. I don't know. Well, Why not? You, you can just go and check, you know, the 7 o'clock Penn and Teller and kind of back into it, you know? <laughs> yeah, what's the lead in? Yeah, yeah. You just look up the Nutrisystem infomercial that came on there after. There was so that's many. Smart. The, the list of shows that, that came on with two holes left when, <laughs> yeah. when Com Smith yeah, and that's where that's were, were That's absurd. Yeah, One Tree Hill. Is Penn and Teller fool us? Is it that show? Um, I, I forget the Is exact that... name of it, but that's what came on in Good New show. York. Uh, on CW. <laughs> I've watched a lot yeah. of the Fool Us shows. Season 9, episode 1, I believe. It's good. Magicians come into the Penn and Teller studio. Oh, they try to fool Theater them, right? in thing. Yeah, they have to fool Penn and Teller. Ooh, good luck. If Well, that's the thing. You get a trophy. It says F you because you fooled us or whatever. Wow. It's in front of studio audience. It's in front of a theater of people. And to at the end of the trick, Penn and Teller will talk to the magician and basically drop, like, hints that they knew what the fuck the guy did or the woman did. Sure. Be like, ah, oh, there was a magician named Frank in the 70s that used to do this trick that was like, boom, and the magician that just did the trick be like, yep, they know exactly what I did. Got but it. the theater has no idea. It's actually a great show. There's some hack magicians that come through there, and you kind of got to just, like, deal with it because there's a lot to kind of come through. Yeah. But it's a very good show. And I have turned that on. That's on CW, it sounds like. Yeah. So I've time. gone to CW for something. Okay. But I have not done it for Liv yet. I'm a terrible sports dude. How many times have they been fooled? Uh, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So there are some awesome magicians. Look, this and then there's been, like, there's been a couple, like, give and takes where, yeah, she's the host of it. Uh, oh. She does a great oh, job wow. hosting does it. Does Penn always float? Uh, yeah, because he's so short. But the um, <laughs> he doesn't do the talking. Remember, he doesn't do any yeah, of the yeah. talking. He just floats. No. Yeah, he, he's... He's got great, great riz, though. That good, good charisma. <laughs> yeah. no, no, doesn't talk, but has good, you know, entire... Good body language. I'm a big magician fan. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. I like magicians. Yeah. I enjoy watching them live. 
I'll go to a magic show if I have the chance to go, just because it's a it's a battle. Like how'd you do it? How'd mm-hmm. you do it? The ability to trick people, I think, is a good one. So I think I like wrestling so much too, because it's like what are the things that you can't pick up on that sure. are happening? I think it's a fun little game. But yeah, they've been mm-hmm. beat a couple times, and there's been a little bit of bickering too between them and the magician. Like there was a lady named Lisa in New York started blah blah blah. And the magician will be like, yeah, I heard of her, but this is... This is not that. This is different. This is a little different then. Yeah. And they're like, well... And then they, uh, and then the trophy comes down. Oh. It's electrifying. Yeah, that... that they need to have that lead in to live. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they have Pentatel the Fullest lead in to live. Maybe they have that during live. Ooh, That'd be a sweet. Double too. box. A little... Uh, what do they call that? Playing through? Or just have them walk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. If they could get a golf ball to go one screen to the other from different spots, oh, my God. Chris Angel's probably working on it right now. Is he out of the? Is he all right? Chris Angel? Yeah, I remember he was, he was in the, in the hospital. hospital. Oh yeah, he had the. I, I'm assuming he's good. Yeah, he switched his heart out for a different person's heart. Yeah, he was actually going to the hospital to fix the hospital. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to a break. <laughs> <laughs> so Penn and Teller are just a better America's Got Talent with strictly magicians. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Okay, but not better than America's Got Talent. That show is really so good. So better than like a Titans game. Have you seen AGT Extreme? I'd say. I tried. I think. So it was good. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just keep it all in one place. Yeah. Is it, this is like the XFL, USFL. The XFL has 10 guys that have made it into NFL camps. I, it was at least 10 I thought I saw. USFL currently at zero. The league I, just started, so. but it's going to be tough to keep up with both. Yeah, XFL yeah. doing a draft now as well for the guys that didn't get drafted or signed with other teams. And they got the rock. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to compete with. Big time. Chris Andrews back in the gym. Of course. Oh. Wait, that's Chris Angel? Yeah, he's working on a new trick. This one's called Saw a Heavy Bag in Half. Oh, oh shit. That. Look at that right. I thought McGregor just dyed his hair. And grew it out a little bit? Yeah. That right, how could you ever see it coming? Oh, Chris is like oh. 50 years old. Isn't he? This guy like 50-something years old. Yeah, him and Carrot Top well, should do his celebrity gym. boxing. Uh, it his, does. That's yeah, his logo. I do see his logo in there. Yeah. Sweet. He, he made it appear on the mats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hold on, this gym's missing something. My gym now. People say it's it's hard to hang a heavy bag. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> why, why Somebody latch the hook, please. <laughs> Done. Why, why is it on chains? He doesn't need that. Because right. he hangs from it every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those kicks, dude. Why did you see him and fucking Zuck go at each other? Yeah. I think that's what he's preparing for. Probably. Zuck don't want that smoke. <laughs> And joining us live from Manatican, Ohio, is a man who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. Whoa. He's the champion of Ohio. That's right. He's the all-time leading tackler for the Packers. He's a massive sellout, COVID survivor, father of 10, A.J. Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. AJ, how you doing, pal? Doing well. How you guys doing? Yeah, life is good, dude. You know, life is pretty good. Another. Great- what happened to Ty? Suspended. Suspended. Mickey Mouse said no oh, more. No. Called somebody a fat, dude. though. We don't know well, if that's corporate, what it was. The corporate bosses came in and laid the hammer down already? Bingo. We don't know what Ty said. They wouldn't tell us the exact. Uh, so, I mean, it could be. A, a, we tried to brainstorm what it could have been. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot that kind of came to mind. So, if we were to do that, we would never have time to do anything else if we were trying to guess what it potentially was for. But, yeah, he's been suspended indefinitely. Might never see him again, actually. Yeah. Man. Oh, probably no. won't. But he'll do fine. Good picture. He'll, he'll Good picture. Feet. Bill, thank you for getting involved there because Bill does want to be a part of the last time that this man has been yeah. seen on our program. That's a good call there, Bill. That's part of history right there. Job, yeah. We yeah. will miss the True. shit out of Ty Schmidt. Big time. He might also eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he didn't. Get, he was at a bachelor party. Oh. Yeah, he oh. keeps saying that, but he didn't mention it to us one no, time. So you can just tell us. No, because remember we were talking about when Ty was going to get suspended, yeah. and then when he's not here, we just said, "Oh, Ty's suspended." But we forgot he had a bachelor party to go to. I'm sure. I'm sure he has a big bachelor party to be yeah. at. It's okay. We know where he is. Yeah, it's an indefinite length uh, bachelor party, right? AJ, you okay. heard about this? Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. Those, those are the, all the rage these days. Yeah, my parents. How said, many days do you think? How many days? No end days. Oh my gosh. Well, we went. I mean, AJ and I went and saw somebody who's living uh, a birthday party life, okay. right? A bachelor party life. Uh, yeah. Like entire life. Yeah. Right, AJ? Wouldn't you say? Is this the same place I'm thinking about? Did yes. They, did this person have first right of refusal? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. That's one. That's, oh, yeah. that's funny you bring that up. That's full circle. What did I say early on? Like, yeah. how long until this gets sad? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's why I'm bringing it up. Is like, how long could you last in that particular? I think for me, three, four days probably Max. is when I start getting a bit oh. antsy. You know, to kind of do stuff. And the wife doesn't always love it, especially whenever we go on the post Super Bowl vacation that everybody gets. It's like four days where for me to kind of slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then it's about two days. We're um, good. Yep. And then it's all right. All right, let's get all right, when are we? Mm -hmm. When are we keeping it moving? It's like, I, I don't know how long Ty's bachelor party is going to be for this indefinite bachelor party, but we, he might be back Monday, maybe. He might I be back it. never. Yeah, I, I really don't believe you because I've heard this before and it was when my parents sent our dog to a farm. And this is exactly <laughs> what's going on with Ty. And I know that we can just joke about it, but no, it's been a really good run. You're a sellout. I'm pissed about it. You're a sellout. You're a, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. You're a sellout. A man that's never sold out is a man who's been a part of every massive sports moment, basically for the last 40 years. Yep. An absolute, do you believe in miracles? A guy who has had his fingerprints over sports history. I don't know how many Hall of Fames you can go into, but any of them that involve a microphone, this guy's going to end up in them. Absolute legend. Voice of Amazon's Thursday Night Football, Al Michaels. Yeah. How are you, boss? I hate to disappoint you. I know you are the new king of all media. All right. All of my tank tops are at the cleaners. I understand. Oh, no. I understand. Everyone. That's why I wanted to come on. But in honor of the Hawk. Hell, yeah. Hell, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. You got yours? You got yours, AJ? I got his, too. I don't know. what. The, AJ, here's the deal. Do, do you take the bands off before you smoke them? I don't know. Uh, you don't have to, do but, I, yeah, I tend to do it on here. Do you okay. smoke them or chew on them, Al? Yeah, what do you, you chew on it or what? I use them as a prop for the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> Smart. Okay, got two of them. One was for the last episode. This one's for this one. Going to have to make another order. I'm not a big cigar guy either, but I do appreciate the fact that you appreciate our show. You've always been way too kind to us, and now we're getting an opportunity to go, you know, sell out, basically. Yeah. We're selling out now. The show's going to change completely, I've been told with, by everybody else. With apologies to Howard Stern, you are the new king of all media. You understand that, right? Uh, I don't know if that's the case, Al. You're fucking Al Michael, so uh, I guess I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, there's so many people out there. We're very lucky to do what we do. We didn't create this avenue. You know, people have been making shit on the Internet for a long, long time. But, like, us having the right humans in one area, it's amazing how lucky you can get. You know, like, the group of humans that we have in this particular program in operation are all on the same track, work so hard, don't do any other bullshit. It's like we are very, very lucky to be at the time we're at with the people that we're at. And uh, I think we're just trying to enjoy the shit out of it, Al. Yeah. Honestly, that's all we're trying to do. There, there are so many brands of shit, you just happen to have a better brand of shit. You know that. 
Okay. Maybe the best. Okay. No, definitely not Maybe the best. The Maybe definitely not the best, but let's not talk about us anymore. There's been a lot of that happening, both in the shins and pats on the back. So it's kind of uh, getting tiresome. Let's talk about you. Amazon entering its second year now. We got the Thursday night football schedule. Seems great. I saw you talk to Jimmy Traina. You agree that the schedule is uh, eyeing up to be fantastic. Do we know, though, because the ability not, the ability not to flex? Like, what are your thoughts on that as the owners vote on the flexing for Thursday night football and what the schedule is potentially going to look like for you guys this year? Jeez Louise. Get Again, voice. Pat, first of all, you know, we, we don't know how the games are going to play out, but we do know, you know, the matchups on paper look great. And, I mean, we get the look at those first three games, and NBC or Fox or, C, or CBS, anybody would take those. Minnesota at Philadelphia, Giants at San Francisco, and then Detroit's kind of the it team this year at Green Bay. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a way to, to come out of the gate. And then later on in the season, Baltimore and Cincinnati, they played that uh, classic playoff game last year, the wild card round. And then your boy, your boy Aaron, Gets two appearances oh. Black Friday and uh, Thursday at the end of the season in I think Cleveland. So all things considered, it's a it's a great schedule. It's much better. The matchups are much better than than last year. And now you know they've got to play the game. So hopefully most of these games will be compelling. I hope so too, Al. Last Thursday night football run there. There's a stretch where we all believe that. Humans like Kirk Herbstreet, who's been calling A-games for 27 years mm -hmm. in primetime. And Al Michaels, who's been calling every big moment in sports history for the last, we don't want to say the actual amount of years, because, you know, you look like you're, he's got like 45. Maybe young Brain still as quick as a tap. I mean, we are talking, still got it completely. But you've been a part of every massive moment that the sports world has basically ever seen. And then you guys got 9-3 on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Then you got a, like a 7-2 the next week. <laughs> Brutal. And like an 11-4 somehow the week after that. And I think us as fans are like, not only do we want this to be better because it's the NFL product. And there was a time where like six primetime games in a row for the NFL were kind of all duds. Dud, yeah. I think it was like becoming a little bit, but Thursday night football seemed to have a little bit through the week or through the year. We wanted you guys to have great games. It feels like the NFL's trying, right? It feels like they're trying at least a little bit, Al? No question. Look at it this way, Pat. I mean, we had 16 games, or we have 16, I think, this year, maybe 15 last year. If you take a typical week in the NFL, and let's say that no team – has a buy. So all 32 are going to play. So you have 16 games on a given weekend. Three or four of them will be talked about the next day by everybody. Three or four are pretty good and, you know, held held up uh, for, for three hours. Three or four are eh, whatever. They run of the mill average. And three or four will be change the channel. So when you look at a 16-game schedule on, like, Amazon this year, you know, that, that would be your law of averages. So, you know, when people expect a great game every week, they're not going to get it. Once in a while, you're going to get, you know, you'll get a terrific game. And we, we had uh, some not very good luck last year with some of those games. But then as the season progressed and we went down the line, I thought one of the great games of the season, I mean, the storyline was terrific, was Baker Mayfield shows up 20 minutes before the game uh, figuratively yeah. and winds up knocking off the Raiders in Los Angeles. That was a hell of a night. He was, was great game. He was slinging it all over the place. But you're Unreal. right about it all. Go ahead, AJ. Oh, I believe it's week four. Detroit travels to uh, Lambeau to play Green Bay. Have you thought at all like what it's going to be like being in Lambeau without Aaron Rodgers at the helm? Like I feel like the atmosphere it just might be weird as a, as a guy calling the game. It, it'll be strange. And, of course, last year 
that's how the season ended. I mean, Detroit was knocked out of the playoffs earlier that afternoon. Green Bay had the win to get into postseason, so it looked like Detroit had really nothing to play for, and they beat them. So you've got that going on. I mean, that rivalry hasn't really been a rivalry through the years, but now it may become one, especially after last year with Rodgers gone. That will be a uh, a strange night. There's no question about it, AJ. And you, you, you would know better than anybody. I mean, you were there uh, with, with Aaron. You, you know what it was like. You know what it was like with Brett Favre. So this is a whole new iteration, and it's going to be a, a very different and uh, – I'm excited to be there that night. It's going to be great. Yeah, AJ, you know what it was like with Brett Favre. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes. You know what it was like. I did play football. I was on his team for two years. You're right. Hey, yeah, right. I know. Hey, I know what it's like. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, you do. We've had, we're on the same team there. Well, actually, we're in the same game. Yeah, there it is. You know, we're in the same. It was the best of seven series. Yeah, it was a competition for <laughs> sure. It was a couple of months, but I learned a lot there. But what are, you, what are your thoughts on that entire aspect of this offseason? I don't know if we've heard it yet or if you've already given an answer and we didn't read it somewhere. That's 100% on us. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Jets fans now. We had Fireman Ed on here earlier today. First time talking mm-hmm. to him. He's fucking jacked up, dude. Mm-hmm. They are going to the Super Red. Bowl. Haven't won a Super Bowl 54 years. We haven't won a championship. Haven't had a home playoff game 21 years or something like that. I forget all the numbers. Greenberg literally offered off his house yeah. to Aaron Rodgers if he comes there. He's getting parades. Madison Square Garden. He's all over the place. They're ready to win a fucking Super Bowl right now. And if you think, if you listen to Packers fans, they're almost like, I don't want to say happy, but seemingly pumped to get past yeah, the Aaron Rodgers stage. That's a weird thing happening in two different cities, I think. How? What are your f- yeah. thoughts on that whole reaction, Al? Well, in Green Bay, look, they've had so much success, and, you you know, you've had far followed by Rodgers. I mean, that's, you know, hitting the, the lottery. So, yeah, they're look, there has to come a time when it's over. And it was the right time, I guess, for it to be over in Green Bay. In New York, of course, you know, don't forget, through the years, and they always hype everything up like crazy. Chad Pennington was going to be the next, Joe Namath. Um, Ken O'Brien got drafted back in the early 80s. You had Mark Sanchez who came in. He was going to be the anointed one. And people forget, I mean, the the Jets actually did get to -to back-to-back AFC championship games. So it hasn't been, you know, all garbage for them over the past number of years, even though the the last decade has not been good. But obviously, with, with the young guys that they had last year, with Robert Salab, you know, now in his, I think, third year as the head coach. And I think he's he'll, he'll do a great job, and he has done a great job. And Aaron comes in. I mean, the great thing about it is that uh, there's so much focus and so much attention paid to it. And that's what the NFL has become. You and I both know, and A.J. knows, that the amazing thing to me about the NFL is how it stays in, in the forefront 365 days a year. Thank God. It's hey, amazing. man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We need that. Hey, by the way, I got to say one other thing, though. You know what I've been doing all offseason? I am addicted to hockey. I always have been. Hey. Do you have any idea what happened last night in, in Raleigh, North Carolina? Sixth longest I, game in NHL history, Al. It only, and I was rooting for them not to score at the end of the seventh period so I could get an eighth period. I mean, I'm lying in bed. I'm, at least I'm on the West Coast. It's 11 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock in the morning in Raleigh. Yeah. There is nothing. There is nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs in hockey. I'm immersed. Al, you said you weren't Absolutely. a fan. So, obviously, you are part of massive part of hockey history. You, But you're saying, like, you haven't been, like, NHL follower until recently because we're from Pittsburgh, so I'm a massive Penguins fan. Penguins have been good right. pretty much my entire life. So, I've been dialed right. in in the NHL playoffs, Al. <sighs> 
fucking car crashes, Olympic-like uh, death-defying things happening Nuts. on ice skates, on ice, and the talent is insane. It's it's fantastic. Have you always been into the NHL, and who's your team? My, my father took me to my first game at Madison Square Garden when I was six years old, right? And I fell in love with the sport. I fell in love with baseball. My father was a, a sports fan. I saw I saw Frank Gifford play as a kid and then worked with him for 12 years. So hockey, I've always loved hockey. And the reason I got to do the hockey in Lake Placid was I was the only guy on that staff with Jim McKay and Howard Cosell and Keith Jackson and Chris Shankham and Frank Gifford. I was the only guy that had ever done a hockey game. I had done one. I knew what icing and offside were. So I've been a huge hockey fan. The Rangers were my team, and now living in L.A. all of these years. We've had King season tickets for 30 years, 30. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. Our whole family is totally invested in this, and I can't stop watching this. And I'm telling you right now, they're playing hockey at a level that's never been played at before. And I've been talking to a lot of you know former players, current players, and they all agree. The speed of the game is insane. And Connor McDavid, oh. I don't want to ever say anybody's better than Gretzky. But I mean, it's it's oh, in it's, Crosby. Wow. it's it's in the it's in the same conversation. This guy's the fastest guy I've ever seen, too. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's the speed in which everything happens, Al. That it's hard not to just be like mesmerized by. Do you? I know, obviously, you've called games in the past, big ones. Are you, did the NHL because they got two new deals, right? Uh-huh. You're with Amazon. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazon has done deals with every network. Are you going to pick up some NHL games in your next? I, I don't know. I mean, look, you know, all of the leagues are, are picking up, you know, new, attempting to renew packages or get into the NBA in particular. So I don't know exactly what's going on. Baseball is kind of split off a little bit. I think they have an Apple component on Friday nights. So every league is now looking at, you know, additional ways of covering it. Yeah, but you you could go on. You're in that that realm right now. You could go on ESPN and call call games. ESPN's done deals, obviously, with Amazon. Herb Street uh, does ESPN College Game Day, ESPN Primetime, and Thursday Night Football with Amazon. Turner, I mean, there has to be. Would you call games? Could you add that to your life? Pat, Pat, I did the game of games 43 years ago. That's it. (laughs) I would end my career by trying to do a hockey game right now. Okay. I couldn't. <laughs> okay, Somebody okay. said to me at the, Olymp- at the Olympics in Vancouver, um, uh, I was the daytime host in 2010, and somebody said, don't you want to do It's the 30-year anniversary of Lake Placid. Shouldn't you be doing hockey? Don't-? I said, I can't do the game one-tenth as well as Mike Emmerich. I can't. Oh, Doc. Oh, Doc was great. Doc was one of the great uh, not, hockey announcers not- ever, ever. We agree, so, but know, he's not hey, around anymore. Nope. Pat, you stay in your lane. My lane is not hockey. <laughs> well, my we, lane is watching hockey. Well, you need to know that we would love it. Uh, yeah. Everybody would enjoy it because of just oh, you'd the- love it. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and then I, and then I'd be driving an Amazon truck the next week. Oh, jeez, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. And everybody remembers how great you are at everything. What a fantastic shot from the ice! Oh my god, look at the hair! Unreal. <laughs> look at that! <laughs> look I got to get the hair back. And that TV, two of them. Oh, yeah. like, like Coke can. Yeah. Oh, that is Look a, at that. That was back when they used to use actual sugar, right? In yeah, like, that's uh, right. In like actual cocaine. Cocaine in there too, yeah. right? Hey, Coke, cocaine in that Coke can right there. Right. Think, you know, that's before one of the games. And, and, and the interesting thing about Lake Placid, too, uh, I haven't told this story very often, is that Eric Hyden was the big star there before the hockey team, you know, overwhelmed everything. And Eric was supposed to win five gold medals in speed skating, and he did. And then, so Eric won his fifth, and he can't get into the Soviet game 
on Friday at 5 o'clock, the next to last game. So Ken Dryden, the great goalie, who is my partner, and I had to sneak him in to the arena and put him on a chair uh, on our broadcast platform. And that's how the man who won five gold medals got to see the U.S.-Soviet oh. game. Hey, look at you, a smuggler. Huh? Unreal. <laughs> look at you. It's not safe to That's do what that. I'm talking about, Al. Like smuggling an Olympian. What a time. What a call. It still gets played literally every single time international activities are talked about. Speaking of, Connor has a question for you, Al. Yeah, Al, with the increase in uh, international games in the NFL, and obviously now there's two in Germany. I think they got five in London this year. Do you foresee maybe calling one of those? I don't know if Amazon has any sort of deal, but maybe they do go over, get a game exclusively. And if not, have you called one in the past before? I have it, and the reason was – and has been is that I've always done prime time. So prime time in the East is middle of the morning, mm. you know, three o'clock in the morning in Munich or, mm. or Barcelona, wherever they're going to play a game. So it never matched up. Remember those games would have to come on here. Like at six, they do it like nine 30 in the morning, Eastern time, yeah. six thirty Pacific time. So because of that, Friday. it's not to say we can't do one down the line, but I mean, be, <laughs> if you're going to play those games at that time, it has to be a daytime game in the United States. Not so it's, so it's a Black Friday game. Boom. That would have to yeah. move, yeah. Make the Black, Black Friday, Friday game an international game. Bang, you know. Add a second game that is the international game. Now we're going all day. Yeah, Al, you missed Thanksgiving now. Good for you. Yeah, no big deal. You get to be, you know, you get to be over there in uh, Germany. No problem. Go to a cafeteria the night before, you know, in New York. And, you know, who do we know that lives in New York that can host me that night? Are you excited for the Black? Pat, come on in. No, no, no. no I'm, not, I'm in Indy. I'm not in New York. Sorry about it. Okay. Got uh, turkey. No mashed potatoes. Well, hey, all this stuffing. You going to the 500 next week? Uh, I'll be in Indy. I'll be I'll be here in Indianapolis. Yeah. You've been to the 500, right? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, I've been in the infield. I've been in the thing. What? I've had a car in the race. What? Oh yeah, I've been. I've, I've in done the parking it. lot. It, I've been in the parking lot. I mean, it is. It's a good time. Are you going? No way. You traveling out for this? Not this year. I mean, last year I, I hosted it like in 99, 2000, 2001. I went as a spectator back in the 70s when I was doing the Cincinnati Reds, and my wife and I drove up to go to the race. And then last year, Greg Penske of, of, of the Penske family, a great pal, so I went back. With him, had a fantastic time. He owns the that track, is, right? I talk about Stanley Cup hockey. Yeah, but to me, people say, what's one event I should see if I haven't seen it? And I say the Indianapolis 500. Hell yeah. I think the start of that race is as exhilarating as anything in sports. I mean, 33 cars, three abreast, coming down to 220 miles an hour. Whew. That is, they're strapping themselves to rockets. Yes. And then just going um, around. That's exactly right. This massive track. It is huge. So large. In Indianapolis, it is in Indianapolis. 300,000 people mm-hmm. come into right. Indiana right. for the race every single year. It is a massive right. to do. And I think, you know, a lot of people say, like, who's your hospitality? I would assume that comes from so many people coming into our city because mm-hmm. we have a lot of conventions here. VCon is literally here right now. Meekum Auctions is happening here right now. Then next week, it'll be the Indy 500. It's like, so there's always people coming into the city and leaving. It is a spectacle. The party that there's a, there's a full techno festival yep. happening within the track Nuts. during the race and nobody has a clue that the race is happening inside of it. It is a full, it's awesome. It yeah. is a, it is. Well, it's a, a little, yeah. It's a little like the Kentucky Derby too. Wow. You know, people show up for eight hours and, and, and a lot of people never even see a horse. 
Yes. If you're in the if you're in the infield in in Louisville, you might not see a horse all day long. Mm-hmm. So you've called Indy. Have you? Is there any sport you haven't called ping pong? You ever call like a <laughs> big time ping pong? No. But some somebody said that don't you want to do the World Cup soccer? Ooh. Well, I hate to admit it, but I've never been I've never been to a soccer game. Now I kind of I like it to watch it on television. But you talk about ending my career. Calling hockey would end my career, and calling the World Cup would definitely end So what do you mean? You, you mean you would suck so bad people would riot in the streets and say, Terrible. get this old fuck off my TV, and you'd get fired? Is that what you think? Hey, in today's world, with so anti-social media, this ain't it anyway. No matter what you do. <laughs> no. Right? I don't <laughs> what know. are you talking about? Al, there's no way. You're Al Michaels, dude. You you do anything. I think you... People love it. Yeah, Doesn't even, matter. Even if you're terrible, if you came out and was like... Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Everybody'd be like, "Al knows." I love Al more. Al, now. you did great, or whatever. Are you a harsh critic? Are you really harsh on yourself always? Is that something you are? I always have been. Yeah, I mean, I want to pitch a perfect game. Even last perfect year, game. even last year, like all the way up until now, certified goat, Hall of Famer. You're still having those, like, yeah, I flub sure. this word thought. You have to prepare. You know, it's like taking a final exam every game. Especially in today's world, where the 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 fans have as much access as you do, so you 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 know they're they're on top of it to a degree they never were in the early part of my career. So you have to stay totally abreast of things. And you know what? One of the hardest things I find in preparing for games is sifting the inf- the, the the real information from oh. from garbage. Well, yeah. you know that, right? You don't say so hard. Junk out there, right? You got to figure out, hey, what's true and what's not. Which is why, you know, to me, this will be my 38th year doing the NFL. At least I built up all these fantastic contacts, so I have to call somebody to say, hey, is this true? Tell me about this. Is it how is this shaded? I can do that, and that's how I get most of my information. So, whenever people said that you seemed like you weren't as interested in these games last year, I assume that pissed you off. I, I thought a lot of people didn't understand what was going on. I, I thought that um, I, I have a great feel, I think, since at, as a six-year-old, watching games, being a fan, I can feel where a game is. And I'm not going to oversell a game to you. I, that's wrong. I can't come on the air yelling and hollering and screaming. Where do you go from there? And people expect me to be in rhythm with the game. And I've had a lot of talks with, like, Jim Nance, and Joe Buck and, and my brethren about this too. Where is the game? You know, you're, I've always said in a way, the game is the melody and you provide the lyrics. And if the lyrics don't match the melody, it sounds cacophonous. It sounds like, what, what is that? But I, I, I the great thing is as a fan, I can, I can feel where the game is. I can feel what the fan feels. And I'm just trying to stay in sync with that and reflect that. So you know, it, it's just a matter of, the games, a lot of the games we had weren't very good. So if I didn't sound excited, if I sounded too excited, people would go, oh, he's just trying to sell this crap. No, can't do that. And I won't do that. And, you know, I think that's been uh, my MO for almost four decades now. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Hey, listen, what do you want me to do? Okay. It is 11-4 <laughs> right now. Terrible game. All right, if a good play comes, I have to actually be excited. At this stage, I can't give away the lead here. What uh-huh. are we even – I love that because you, you saying you're the melody or you like the game is the melody. Like, lyrics. Yeah, you're lyrics. the lyrics to the melody, like setting the tone of the 
the environment is a big part of it because we're watching a game with you. You know, right. you're not talking right. to us. We are watching a game alongside yeah. of you. And I think there's some right. people who are great in the booth who understand that. And then there's some people who have no idea that's the case. I'm not good in the booth, to be honest with you, because I start getting bored. Like, all right, this play, I start getting a little bit bored. I start getting a bit antsy. I'm not supposed to be doing commentary over games. Tried it in a couple different facets. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. And I don't think it's – but you are literally the greatest of all time at it. So you spilling that game there to the entire world, I think there's going to be a lot of future commentators that just take your answer you just gave and be like, all right, here's how it actually yeah. works yeah. as opposed to it all. Because the world needs it right now and a well, better voice. Well, you, you, you can't please everybody, too. There are a lot of people you know, in the audience who want you to stream the game at them to get it you know, all – hyped up and excited about the game. But, you know, there are some people who, who do it that way. They holler the game at you. They yell the game at you right from the, the get-go. If you start yelling at the beginning of the game, where are you going from there? If you're up here at the beginning of a game, where, where, where do you go? I mean, the game starts. It's almost like you know, a fight, a, a prize fight, a boxing match, where most of the guys come into the ring and they feel each other out. And you have to – I've I called a lot of boxing, or I did in the 80s and – and 70s and you know they're feeling each other out and you kind of you know slowly work into it now the one one-off to that was i did Hagler hearns in 1985 when the two guys just came into the middle of the ring and started to kill each other which we love so that was wow i i nobody could warm up they weren't <laughs> warming up i couldn't warm up and that was you know the craziest round maybe in the history of tw- uh, of 20th century boxing so you know you reflect what the moment is that's what i try to do you don't always hit it you know, you don't always hit it the right way necessarily, but that is kind of like my philosophy of how to how to broadcast a game. Hell a yeah! Thank you for the knowledge there. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah. How did you enjoy uh, calling boxing matches, and and how does that like kind of that rhythm? How does that differ from calling, say, a football game? Uh, a lot. Yeah, it does because it's it's constant. I mean, football is a different animal because in football, you know, as everybody knows, you guys certainly, you've got you know four, five, six seconds of action and then there is normally unless you know it's a hurry up offense a lot you know maybe a half a minute of no action which are covered by is covered by replays and analysis and all of that so it, it's very different boxing is continuous boxing is like hockey it's continuous so there's a, a different rhythm to that than there is to football football is a burst of action and then inaction covered by replays uh, for the most part Boxing, hockey, the, the the sports that that really don't stop except for a whistle or the end of a round, different. So the the pattern is different, the rhythm is different. And certainly, I love doing boxing in the in the eighties, in the early eighties. But I mean, most of the fights, as I say, would, would start out they're parrying, they're trying to feel each other out in the first round. But Hagler Hearns was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, like whenever two. That, that was as excited as I could ever get. I like when two fighters go and just say, you know what, let's do this. Yeah. Throw it down. We're not here oh, for yeah. a long time. We're here for a good time. Let's get after it. Uh, what was it like calling with Herbie? You know, like, uh, obviously, is that different than, you know, anybody else that you're Because he's 27 years, he was like, he is the guy in college football. Top. But he's making his first kind of entry into a league that you've been doing for how many years did you say you've been doing the NFL for? 30? Well, this will be 38. This will be 38, 38 years. years. So what was it like with Herbie? What were your thoughts going into the year, what it would be like? And what did you kind of realize throughout the season? The one thing I knew is this guy was unbelievably prepared. And you know him you know, very, very well. He's an animal. 
how he was able to do what he did last year, it's not human. I mean, doing our game, getting on a plane, flying to Billings, Montana, or Missoula, wherever the hell he went after one of our games, meetings on Friday, getting up at the crack of dawn on Saturday, doing the game day show, flying to Tuscaloosa or Austin, doing the game that night. I don't know how the guy did it. Dog. I don't know. He's but, dog. I mean, I thought the one thing, and we, I thought, we, you know, as, as the year progressed, you know, you don't start out at the highest level you're going to be at. You hope not. You hope there's room for improvement. And I thought we melded a lot better as the season went on. And the games got better, too. And the great thing about about Kirk is that a lot of people said to me when he got the job, you know, he doesn't have any NFL experience. Like, you, he knows football, as you know. I mean, he knows football as well as anybody. And the one thing that they, I think people forgot is that so much there's so much turnover in the NFL so quickly that he had better knowledge of a lot of the guys on the roster than the than Tony Romo or Troy Aikman did. Not you know not to disparage them, they're great, but they you know they've covered the NFL and have covered Herbie covered a lot of these guys since they were seventeen. He's coming in with the rookies in the second years. He knew more about them than anybody uh, doing analysis. So we had we had a good time, a really good time, and hopefully this year uh, the games are, are great and, and away we go. I know he was thankful to be in your booth, pal. That mm-hmm. steak, ooh, top tier. Hey, your booth your booth setup is the nicest of all time. You guys know exactly how to operate in there. You're a legend for that. I got to eat. I got the benefit from you and your crew doing their thing in that booth. Herbie did as well all year. It was a talking yeah. point. He's I think he's learned a lot from you as well. So that's a cool relationship. Yeah, no question about it. And we Look, the one thing about Amazon, they were fu- fully invested in this. They wanted this package to look as good as as it does on CBS or Fox or, or, or NBC or anybody. And they did, and they, they spared no expense in providing everything the production needed, brought in a lot of the NBC Sunday night crew who did double shifts. Fred Gadelli came in to produce it. And you saw the games. I mean, I thought the production of the games was as good as any production you'd see on any network. So Amazon, as I said, fully invested in it. They wanted to wanted it to look big time, not rinky-dink, and they were able to pull that off. And we'll build on that this year. Hell, yeah, with great games, too, and maybe flexing uh, to Ooh. Thursday night, which is getting Possible. voted. It's getting voted on by the owners, I think, next week. Are you hitting them up? Are you uh, – are you texting? Hey, let's uh, yes. We need hey, a yes. We need a yes here. Just well, do me one favor. Do not flex out of the New Orleans at the Rams game. Uh, and I'm looking at this uh, December 21st. I want to be home for Christmas. <laughs> there it is. Smart. Do not flex out of that game. Tone has a question for you, Al. Speaking of being home, Al, um, how was it doing Thursday night, which versus Sunday night, which you did forever? Did you did you like doing Thursday night better than Sunday night? Just as far as like. Not the games or the crew or anything like, but just day of the week. Did you get to actually like, enjoy Sundays and watch NFL Sundays? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because I thought, okay, I'll have the weekends off. But what you do on Sunday, since you have that short turnaround, is I lock into the games being played by the two teams we'll have Thursday night. So it's a kind of a, a different thing. I mean, with the Sunday night schedule and before that, all, all those years on Monday night, I'd have the whole week to prepare. You'd get in, like on Friday, you could talk to the home team, visit the visiting team on Saturday. It's different because the the, the teams have such a short week and a short window. And, you know, they have they have to spend almost all of their time preparing for the game. 
So very little time is is given to us. They're trying to do as as best they can, but it's hard. It's hard, you know, getting this all thing, this whole thing condensed because you want to be totally abreast of what took place on Sunday, and now you're turning it around to Thursday. So you you know you've got three days to take that final exam instead of seven. You golfing at all? I heard the golf game is top notch. You know, I heard that together. My golf game, my golf game, Pat, is somewhere between horrible okay. and awful. Oh, okay. And terrible. Oh, where's oh. that? At? That's in the middle or and, terrible? And and uh, you throw horseshit in there too. Since <laughs> oh, so that's the. That. Oh, that's the book. Okay, yeah. so. Oh. Hey, there's yeah, yeah. a lot. Hey, there's a lot of room, though. A lot of room. Mm-hmm. Oh, get... oh, sure, there is. And I got a lot of life to live to get better. Are you kidding me? I I took this game up in my late forties. I came with every horrible habit in the world, <laughs> and I still have them. What is it? Twenty years. Brutal. Twenty years. How old are you? One hundred and six right now. <laughs> no, I don't. You know. Wow. <laughs> Go. Wikipedia's got everything. Come on, whatever the hell it is. No, but Al, you're don't so... don't even want to look at it. Okay, so what year did you start doing that? What year were you like, you know what, don't care anymore? Because as long as you're still quick, which you are, which mm-hmm. I think is, I would assume, as a man who speaks and uses his brain, that would be the thing that I would fear whenever I get older. Like, I assume I'm going to lose it whenever I'm 40 years old. I'm like, brain's going to stop being connected to the mouth. I'm going to be in trouble. You are still quicker than everybody else on TV. You need to lose a thing. Was there ever a thought of that? Do you think about that or no? I'm sorry, your name again? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what people think, though. Oh, yeah. That's what people think happens every once in a while. You can probably go for, what, another 20 years, you think? No. At this point, he, the whole thing's about passion and loving what you do. And I'm one of the luckiest people on earth because I got to do exactly what I wanted to do as a kid. And I'm still doing it. And I still love it. And I still enjoy it. I'm still going into the stadium and watching the stadium fill up and, and the buzz that's created around a game. I'm, I'm still a sports fan. I still love it. So if you love what you do, it's much easier. If you didn't like what you, what, what, what you do or are doing, I would have been long gone by this point. There's no question about it. You have to immerse yourself in something and love it. And I'm one of the you know, luckiest people on earth getting to do what I've wanted to do since I was a child. And still doing it. A lot of people have dreams to do stuff, don't have the talent. Give yourself some Mm -hmm. credit. Last question here from Bruce, Al. Um, Yeah, Al, I I know I think uh, I saw you say that Amazon was going to make a gazillion dollars on Black Friday. I'm just kind of curious what your expectations are for that game and how fired up you are to kind of start a new annual tradition in the NFL. America. I think I said 18 gazillion. I was going to make it up a number (laughs) growing up. But, I mean, to me, it's the number one shopping day of the year. And I think when Amazon got this package, they were looking at this right away. They couldn't get it done last year. But I think the league understood that this was an opportunity for them, too. Because that's the one day when I think everybody in the country on Friday has a tryptophan hangover. And you're looking for something to do. So if you're not out shopping, if you're not going to the mall or going to uh, the outlet stores or whatever, you shop at home. That's what you do. Uh, You watch the game. You uh, you log on, and I think that's what they're that's what they're thinking about. They're thinking about not only you know providing uh, great entertainment, the NFL, and a good game too, Miami and the Jets with Rodgers and Tua, hopefully both staying healthy to that point in the year, and then um, you go on and and you start shopping and you get uh, you get your Christmas shopping done. Yeah, I think it'll be it's fa- a win-win. Anytime you have people at home, 
you know, it's not bad putting something on TV for him. And the NFL is the best sure. thing on TV for like the last 20 years. Hell yeah. Stat. No question. Stat that. Like no the top 10 yeah. rated things every single year, last 20 years, pretty much the NFL. That Black Friday game, allegedly the Bengals wanted it uh, to be like their thing. I would. I think right. I like that thought, especially with Joey Burrow potentially being there for the next 10 years. Did you hear about that? And what were your thoughts on maybe going back to Cincinnati every single Thanksgiving into Black Friday? Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I don't know much about it, but I, I think there were a lot of teams that probably wanted to, to host that game. So, but I think the league felt, um, I think the league thought that, I'm not sure of this, but I think it just feels big to have it in New York. Oh. So there was some, there was a rumor that the Giants would maybe host the Eagles. That, that was a rumor for a while. It turns out to be uh, the Dolphins at the Jets. But I think the league, the league thought, got to play. We didn't play any games in New York last year. So I think the league definitely uh, wanted a game oh, in New York. And that seemed to be a, a really good fit for it. Yeah. All right. I understand. Cincinnati would have embraced that. Would have been perfect. That would like yeah. three years sure. from now, the, the Black Friday parade with the festival that would have been taking place yep. beforehand. It would have been fantastic. But another day with only football on. We're big fans of that. Love it. Just oh, like yeah. we're big fans of you. We can't thank you enough. Good luck winning your eighth Emmy next you, next week. Huh? Eight of them, oh, right? Come on. Whatever. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, good luck and go with you guys. It. Keep on trucking. Hey, you got it. We I will. Take this out of the holder, right, AJ? What, what should I do with this thing here? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's a nice one, Al. You hang out with some some high, high yeah. pollutant people. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pat's got one. Look at that. White oh. owl. Uh-huh. White owl. White Ooh, grape. That's a white grape white owl? Yeah. Those, are, those are a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Michael. Yeah. And A.J. Hawk, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers and known sellout. Oh. Ain't that right, A.J.? Thank you. Yes, appreciate the nice in- intro. Well, you've done so many great things. It's, yeah. in one that's, why, that's why I lost my voice. <laughs> oh. Listing off all the great things you have accomplished. That's right. Speaking of ah. accomplishing great things, this man that is joining us now was once on all the steroids that McGuire yep. and Sosa Bonds were all allegedly on while being an incredible crew team member Mm -hmm. for the school of Columbia Lions. Ever heard of it? This guy also was a wrestler in high school, and there is a picture of him getting his hand raised after a match. So that's either his high school yearbook photo in a stage situation Mm -hmm. with his hand being raised, or he actually beat somebody (laughs) wrestling their ass. To the mat in high school. Hell yeah. He's a senior insider for the NFL at the NFL's network, at the NFL's website, and at the NFL streaming service, NFL Plus. Host of the Insiders and the weekly wrap up of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being the Friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rapport. Yay! Yeah. Oh, What's hey, up, guys? What What's are you up? doing? Are you getting driven around? Are you back there with the track? What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really drive myself. We have, we have people for that in my life. Um, we are uh, headed to Preakness, actually. No horse going this time, but we will be uh, in Baltimore today at the races tomorrow with a couple friends. It's going to be good. It's going to be pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> are you in the back seat? Your wife is driving. Is that real? What, what, uh... Yeah. No, no. We're not the only people in the car, so it's not like she's driving and I'm sitting in the back. Like It's not like that. Um, so we have a, another couple that's with us. Oh, and, nice. Uh, 
the wife uh, is in front hanging out with Leah, and the husband, my buddy Ben, is sitting next to me here. Double date nice freakness. Yeah, Benny. Double date freakness. Hey, let's have a good time, baby. Ben, a little Chick-fil-A. What was the order? A spicy, spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's nice. Good. Nice. So good. Is there anything more consistent uh, than, no, than no. Chick-fil-A? I mean, they are always delicious. Mm-hmm. Maybe the McDonald's. They, they do a great job. I want to say, let me just, before we get going, I've not had a chance to talk to you guys since up to something season oh. very famously ended. Um, cool, yeah. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, I am proud. Ian, um, we're thankful. I'm excited. It's really, really cool, and you guys deserve it. Yeah. So, it's pretty awesome. Good job. Wow. What was that? Was that? I, I, I'm, I'm not sure still. Is everything yeah. okay? Did you lose that? Yeah. Well, Hold on. No, I'm okay. It might have got lost in translation I, there. It, genuinely, it seemed like it wasn't. It seems it, legit. It seems legit to I, me. I don't know. Did it ain't oh, uh, Mickey Mouse taking him down already. Oh, oh. no. Because he works for another <laughs> network. <laughs> oh, no. My, uh, let me just say, I'll just, no, I'll just say, I'm, I'm, it was longer. It was a lot longer than this, but I'll just say, I'm extremely proud of you guys. And you deserve it. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Love you, Rapture. Do the Thank you, Mr. Do your friends Sheen. know? Do your friends know the that your past history and, and how Jack does? Does Benny know that you that brought you steroids, like, Rowan? Yeah. But we do appreciate your yeah. kind words. And thank you for all the help. You can't hear it. You can't hear it. Sorry, we can just talk to Big Ben Rapture. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, we'll call you back, Rapture. So he meant that, right? Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah. That very, felt real. Yeah. yeah. Very, very kind of. There's a way. I don't know. Haven't a, heard a, a lot of that. bittersweet in there. Yeah. What's that all about? What is that all about? Yeah. So once people got um, once people got pissed, beat, like over being pissed about the show moving to a network yeah. and obviously changing entirely and everything like that. Of course. I go, eh, it's not going to change. We have to deal with the whole thing. And then they're like, well, what else? This is bullshit. Is rap work going to come on the show? Hmm? Is rap work gonna be able to go? Probably not. <laughs> like, all right, bro. What are we? People don't listen. The worst, dude. It is the. It is an interesting thing, but once we get to do it, everybody will see it. Everything will calm down. That's right. Everything will calm down. Well, actually, no. We talked about this yesterday. Then we got another tidal wave. Yeah, the other yeah, side. Then the we'll get past side. that, and then we'll all be calmed down. Yeah. But I'm very excited still, very pumped. Oh, yeah. And I was pumped to talk to Ian Rapport, just like I am every time we get a chance to chat with him. I did not know he was going on a couple's vacation down to Preakness. No horse in the race. Preak Nasty this week, though, only has eight horses in the race. Mm. Ian Rapport or seven. Ian Rapport might be able to race himself yeah. in the race, Bruce. why? Okay. How many horses? Seven horses. Still. I believe seven with Nashville. When's this, tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, yep, Saturday. Um, it'll be the same time, probably 6.50. But yeah, seven horse field, mage eight to five favorite. Um, so we could also be looking at a pretty Mickey Mouse potential triple crown. Oh, geez. oh I mean, no. Don't say, didn't I the don't... Derby have like 18 horses in it or something? 20. Yeah, 20 yeah. plus. 20? I also don't appreciate how Bruce just used Mickey Mouse for the record. Oh, oh no, I'm going to get can't do that. You know? can't, Bruce. can't have it. Yeah. Yep. Don't I like can't. it at all. I think it was a compliment. No, it no you, you as, nah, it as one of the most abusers of Mickey Mouse, <laughs> that was not. No, that was not cool. Join us now. He's a guy who's worked for Mickey Mouse League mm-hmm. for a long time. Ian Rapport. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So hopefully the service is better. I was saying a lot of nice things about you guys. Oh. Just know that I meant it, whatever it was. Okay, well, thank you, Ian. We're very thankful for you. Thank You've you, obviously Rhett. helped us so much for this entire thing. I feel like we've tried to 
uh, say that to you as much as possible. The internet loves you, though. You oh, need yeah. to know that, Rap. You are beloved by our people. That's because how great you are on this program. Let's get into another one of those incredible conversations. Anything happening in the NFL? Do you know of anything going on? You're in the back seat having some Chick-fil-A spicy chicken what? and probably some whiskey yeah. with Benny heading to Preak Nasty. Is there anything going on in the NFL right now, or should we all be heading to a horse track? Uh, you should all be heading to a horse track, but there are some things going on, I would say, in the NFL right now. I mean, next week, so I'll be in Minnesota uh, for the annual league meeting. Tom Pelissero is going to be hosting the league meeting, which is certainly oh. very nice of him in his hometown of Minnesota. Um, okay. And the kind of original thought, I think, was that the commander's sale would be finalized here. 24 owners would vote. That would be that. That's not going to happen at this league meeting. So it basically just the sale is not quite ready to be finalized. So there'll be an update. It's going to happen. But it's, you know, $6.05 billion. It's kind of a sprawling group. Um, and it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of entities. And it's just a lot. Um, so I think they're not quite ready to vote on it yet. Um, so that's one thing that will be kind of going on the next couple of days is the update on the commanders there. I do expect the sale to happen but I don't believe it's going to be finalized just yet. Do you have to get approved? Um, hold on, hold on, on. Rap, 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 hold up, rap. Do you have yeah, to get approved to even make a bid, or can you make a bid without being approved by the NFL? Is this not just a formality vote? It's an actual, there's people on the fence potentially? No, I, I, I would say by the time they vote, all the questions will be answered. So when they vote, it'll be, you know, I don't know if it's going to be unanimous or not, but it's going to be a lot, a lot to a little. Um, all the questions generally get answered earlier, right? So if there's someone who's sort of not properly shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be, he would never. Oh, geez. Did he lose his voice? I did too. Right. Oh, maybe. Right. I lost mine a little bit down I, here. I, I can feel it. It's at the very bottom. Really? It's scratching. I wonder what his is probably because he's been losing his voice. Well, we know. No one's voting against it. No one's voting against no, this no. sale, are they? All I want to know is if you have to get approved to get in. Like, did Josh Harrison them already get approved? You would think. Oh yeah, I think they're already fully approved. Yeah, that's what Definitely. I'm saying. So like, yeah. what is the, what is the just formality? I think it's Favorite formality in case in case there is like, there there might be some situations where it might be split a little bit on who wants it sold, who doesn't. This one seems. How would it not be unanimous? It's good. It seems it seems to be a good deal for everybody for them to sell. I think so too. And what he said was six point oh five billion. That's a lot. It's kind of sprawling. So I wonder if the commanders and all the minority owners are also going through a lot of yeah, negotiating right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, think I think that was it, Pat. What I read was that uh, some people were concerned because there were so many minority owners and different groups coming together for this, as opposed to normally there's just one or two large groups of people investing their money. This one has a lot of different people pulling it together for this purchase. So they have to probably figure out their own answers before it even gets to the... You guys got to figure out your shit yeah. before we start... Structure. Before we formality the whole thing. Back joining us from the backseat of a vacation. He's on to Preakness alongside his wife and another couple. Ian Rappaport just told us, that's a sprawling thing you said. So there's still yeah. a lot of shit getting figured out between the commanders and all the owners or amongst all the minority owners of the commanders they have to figure their shit out before the nfl does the formality vote for it is that what is happening yeah and i think you know that there's a lot of moving pieces in this one too there's you know dan snyder's variety of issues which we've chronicled i think a lot over the last couple of years there's um, you know, how much he ends up taking away from the, and there's, there's just a lot of issues that they want handled. So what I imagine happening is 
we'll get to like June or probably July or something like that. And they'll have like a special league meeting where this will be the only issue discussed. It'll be presented. It'll be voted on. And then eventually Josh Harris will be the new owner. Okay. So they got to figure their shit out. Yeah. Then the NFL will formality vote it through. Yes. And like, so basically where it is right now, it's a matter of when, not if. Like Josh Harris is expected to be the new owner of the Commanders. Which is so amazing. You did it. And that guy from Pittsburgh. Congrats. Mitchell. Congrats. And uh, Magic. And Magic. Magic. And to all the other sprawling Uh, oh, new honors of the NFL. Congrats. congrats on getting on in something that is up and to the right financially mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, Forever. which is the NFL. Speaking of NFL, there's always news. What were you going to say before we cut you off two times before service lost a go? Yeah, hopefully this is the last time service is lost, but I apologize. Do I not. blame my wife. You're on a vacation whoa. calling us. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Why whoa. You You're going to get suspended. <laughs> yep. You keep talking like that. <laughs> yep. Peek behind the curtain. Oh, like to be I was reacting to oh, that hand gesture. There we go. Okay. Oh, that's another hand gesture. That's a hand gesture you are not allowed to use on your new network. I'll, Whoa, you oh, don't know that. Oh. You do not know that. No, you don't. You do not know that. You well, I'm sorry, sorry. You're not allowed to use it a lot. Can you use it on there, yours, there, Ian? There you go. There you go. Yeah. What was it doing? A shocker? No. What was it, what were they no, doing? Yeah, was it the um, shocker? <laughs> shocker, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> Minivan? That would make sense. Or is it throwing up gang signs? What's it, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we grip? doing? What are we doing? We, what is the hand sign that uh, the rap board's doing? Like Jeez. a skate pool? What's that super... Uh, Do you super... want me to... Should I, should, I have her, should I have her give you a sample? Hold on. Oh, a sample? Whoa. No, I'm not. Oh, it's a ball food court. Here we go. I love to go around and just pick up the. T- oh, there oh, 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 it was number one. It was the middle. Oh, it was a fuck you. Oh, I thought it looked, oh, like, the, oh, yeah. looked like the Illuminati three. Oh, 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 shit. Which you guys wouldn't know about. Yeah. Three month camps in the summer for the kids. Hmm. Columbia. <laughs> on New York. Up. No, yep. else went to Columbia. Crew team. Epstein. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. Sweet rap. Is that the news? Is that the news? Was he on the crew team? Was he the guy in the front going, Seems like he likes to be real controlling. No, he was, <laughs> he was underwater submarine. All right. Anyways, I'm happy to hear you weren't on the same crew Anyways, team as Epstein. No, no. That's good. Wouldn't be, we uh, definitely would not be able to have you on no, the show. No, huge news he was. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Taker? Maybe on the Taker. Yeah, he's not. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, sorry about it. No, the, the other thing that they're going to vote on is whether or not you can flex Thursday night games. You remember, like, at the last league meetings, it kind of got tabled, and now it's going to be back for a vote. And there's a lot of logistical issues. For instance, let's say you're a team expecting to play on Sunday. Well, if you have to play Thursday, you need 150 hotel rooms in, like, Detroit or something, right? Um, So, like, how do you do that? So how much notice? Like, these are the things that they're going to figure out. Um, there is a chance it passes, and then we would be able to flex games into Thursday night, which, you know, what year? might be a little annoyed about this year. Ooh. This year? If they vote on it? Like, this for this coming wow. season. Yeah. This is a big yeah. fucking vote. Yep. Yeah. Huge. That's a huge vote, isn't it? All right. The answer was yeah. I think the... Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rapport. Where do you go, Rap? Where do you go, Rap? Absolute sellout. Yeah, you'd think that he'd have a little bit better connection. Hey, that's a big, that's a massive vote all of a sudden, AJ, because the reason why the Colts didn't have a home Thursday night football game for like 10 years or whatever 
is because all the conventions come into town and rent all the hotels, so there's not enough hotels open in Indianapolis on any Thursday, oh, shit. like a year or two in advance, almost, yeah. because all the conventions that come to town. I do wonder how the flex... I didn't even think about that, but that I assume they would just be like a year out somehow. Yeah, but... He's saying this year. That's like... It'll how many pass. days? It'll pass. Definitely uh, pass. 112 days, yeah. but even concerts. Like, could you think if someone like... We just ran into it with yeah. the Hawks-Celtics game in Janet Jackson. Like, if there's a concert, let's say Taylor Swift is performing in Kansas City on a Thursday and she does the football stadiums, then what do they do? Well, so like... Well, may- maybe they wouldn't flex that game, obviously. There's no... There's got to be like... They got to go know going in, hey, which ones are even oh, okay that's what okay. could we flex this if we wanted to okay then yeah. now what department's doing all that yeah because that's, that's even more a lot, yeah, a lot of logistics is. going on man that's tough a lot of concerts in every city how too. far out do they do it too how far like what is they, sunday night football is two weeks or 10 days or something and i believe when this first got brought up as like a proposition it was there would be it was either two or three weeks out sunday night football is not until week 14 or something right where they can start flex flexing them yeah week 10 or that something? late really yeah, I, was, I, was, I thought it was earlier uh, maybe week seven it is it is. Yeah. Patriots got flexed out, I know, but it was week 15. Yeah. That was the Chandler Jones. Good Department. news. Taylor Swift's tour ends August 9th. So That's we're good. All right, so we're good for Thursday okay. night. Okay. Bad news. Thank you, Taylor. Okay. Keep going, okay. Taylor. She needs to add more. She made like, what, well, $1.8 or something. Yeah, at least. This She's is just second. her American She's playing tour. SoFi. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. 10 to 14 days is the flex window. Five times. Gotcha. Yeah, and she does a world tour, too. She's What'd not, you say? She's playing SoFi five times. Yeah, and she could in do, a row, like five do, nights in a row. Three, four, five. Uh, she's playing three nights in a row. Takes two days off and then two nights. Rough. She could do wow, it ten geez. nights if she wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah. She man. is a beast. Like if she if she really wanted to, she could probably do Vegas and it would be a thousand dollars a night. So I think Beyonce made like two point one billion or something like that yeah, and tickets, on her tour on her tour yeah. international, and Swift made one point whatever billion. It's a lot. And then people are like, hey, Ticketmaster. What the fuck? Get the fuck out. It's like, that's big business there. Yeah, hey, I got mm. half of the United States, let alone the entire world. I watched that documentary on uh, Taylor Swift because my wife is a big Swifty. Yeah, I watched that. Was, is it good? She's a dog. Yeah, she's she, a But she, like, they, like, they actually, like, show, she lets them in, like, gives them access? Yeah, so I, we don't see any times where she's being a human, really, and dealing with actual oh. stuff, even though it's in there a little bit business-wise. She's yeah. eating a burrito one time. But you see, no, yeah, like, you see her behind the scenes, <laughs> okay. but you see her work ethic and, like, her, she's a savage. Yeah. Like, she writes everything, smart. doesn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She is yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Did you see the Selena Gomez one? Because that, that one's on Apple TV. They give you the peek behind the curtain of her actually being a human. Those so. documentaries are oh. wild. Connor, really I want to see the Connor one, the four-part Connor docuseries. I hear it's great. On Netflix. You have one? Was that the the one that already came out? Notorious? Yeah, it's out. No, the one no, 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 it's right Dana. Dana's consoling him after he got beat by Khabib in, one, in the clip I saw. And I hear, I heard, my buddy saw it and said it was good. So is that an early release your buddy got or the whole thing? It's, no, it's on Netflix it's right now. now. It's new. Oh, wow. Came out this week. Going to watch it this yeah. week. Oh, absolutely. How'd you play today? How'd you play the golf tournament today? Oh, my. So, oh, I had to leave after about 14 holes. I mean, I think we were like 10, 11, 12 under. Something well, like I, that. I that's all. Nice. How but, many mulligans you guys pay for and how many did you use? Yeah. Yeah, that's, what I, that's my, my go-to line. It's like, yeah, I bought the whole arm length worth of tickets of mulligans or whatever. You can usually like, hey, for 20 bucks, whatever your wingspan is, you get <laughs> tickets for mulligans or whatever. But uh, I don't know. We did... We didn't really have to use mulligans too much. We had four people in our group. Jeez. Too much, yeah. We didn't. We know how a golf tournament works. Yeah, four yeah. People. It's a scramble. Sam, weren't you the celebrity? Wouldn't you be the fifth? Or no, you it gets booked in. No, it was, this was a, our alumni outing. So I played with Bobby Schlegs and James Laronitis, and Ryan Day joined us for oh, three or four. Weeks. That dude, can, they what can play. 
Days of stick. Yeah, he looks good. He doesn't get to play much, he says, but his swing, like his first swing and his follow through is like, oh, okay, this guy's legit. And he's, he can play. So everybody else was boozing. You didn't get the booze because you had to come do this? Uh, I mean, yeah, most likely. But yeah, I mean, I was most I was likely. Right. Was <laughs> hey, you could have taken a day off, go booze. Yeah. We could have made oh, up a. Good. It was perfect. Bobby came late because he had his show until nine. So he showed up about 9 15 and. And he has a show at three on Sirius Two. That's the one you're going to want to tune into. We were talking. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Jeff Bob at three o'clock. Wide open. Minutes out. Wide <laughs> open. After playing in a charity alumni golf tournament. Appointment radio. I mean, that had to be an absolute blast. We appreciate you joining us. We could have made up a suspension to yeah. say why you weren't here. Yeah, and the stuff he says. You know what I mean? Like ties suspended from from ESPN. Yeah. Well, AJ too. It could have been like <laughs> Wexy finally got taken in, and AJ was his accomplice. Sure. AJ's getting deposed today. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on what he knows. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ty. Thank, Thank you, Ty. Ty. Man, gone too soon. Turns out Suspended Bill. too soon. He's not gone. Suspended oh, too soon. Suspended, suspended, suspended. Turns out Bill's been hiding his bodies in AJ's lake and framed AJ. Oh. Could yeah. be. Better strap know. some weights to him, Bill. Not just weights. They're actually in a uh, one of those shipping crates. What's everybody's deal? Pack to the gill. We're watching too much Dateline. Let's, let's stop that. They're in a big okay. oil drum, I thought, actually. Let's, some of these documentaries oh. about how weird some of these humans have been mm-hmm. that have gone through our earth here. A couple weird humans. Like, like who? Well, obviously the one from Waterloo, Iowa, which yeah. same place where Ty's yeah. from. R.I.P. Gacy, like, what a weird... That human existed yeah. in our world, you know? I mean, the Blackbird guy. Exactly. Like, existed oh, yeah. in our world. The one guy just got caught, right? Zodiac? Yeah, Zodiac, Zodiac killer. Well, yeah, he's dead already, but they did yeah. t- say who it was. Yeah, kind of convenient. But. Yeah, uh, Dahmer, obviously, that was a pretty atrocious story, and then AJ wanted to stay in the same dorm room. Mm-hmm. What happened? Jeff, I didn't want to. Jeff Dahmer went to Ohio State for like a yeah. semester. And you stayed in his dorm room. Bunk did you request his bunk? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't know where he stayed. But no, he... Uh, yeah, so, he, I don't, see, Dahmer... I don't I mean, know if he got yeah. good grades or not. Yeah, coach, I'll go to Ohio You're State, me. but I need Dahmer's dorm. Yeah, Dahmer, was that a part of the recruiting? Was da- Dahmer <laughs> is... Dahmer's an Ohio State alum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't graduate. No, no. Me neither. They call me a West Virginia yeah. alum. I didn't graduate. Dahmer went to Ohio State. That's right. He was a Buckeye. Oh, my oh. God. They gave him a tree. That can't be in here. Is I think that he real? Played football for a little bit. I think he played football for a little bit. Scored a couple <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, slot receiver. Slot, yeah, he was, he was wiry. Stafford. He was wiry, but he was he was tough. If you played tight end, I'd start to say like maybe there's a trend in that tight end position. You know, yeah, got to keep our Ooh, eyes out. Loose cannons. There's been running backs in the back though. Mm-hmm. Let's sure. go to the fronts. Yeah. Defense though. I did not know Dahmer uh-huh. at one point was like yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, there, I, oh, there I'm not is. saying it again. Yeah, it's Dahmer Tower. Yep. Yeah, now it's called that. That's where I lived, Mortal Tower. That's where Dahmer was. That's right. Yep. Was he? That's where he actually started to come up with ideas. We just I don't think up. I knew it at the time. When I was in college, I don't oh, think I knew sure. that. What you yeah, knew. Were you on a – you, would you know if your room – yeah, you would know. Was your room any of these ones that we see, like, little jail cell windows in? I mean, that's all the rooms. I was, like, on the 13th or 17th floor yeah, up there with my Penthouse, people. bitch, there is, no is now what you floor. said. Those don't exist. No, there's no, ten, there's no penthouses in that thing. Well, Dahmer took it out, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the fence. Broke the wall down. Yeah, no. Dahmer, Dahmer had the penthouse. Mm-hmm. And with what he did, they said, yep. this was probably yep. the leading the factor. Yeah. Jeff, hey. Bro, Dahmer went to Ohio State. Yeah. 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 Proud Buckeye alum. Oh, my. <laughs> this is an article. We do not make this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Did he really live in Moral Tower there? Yeah. yeah. Same hmm. room as you, dude. <laughs> what room like, would that have been? 
Don't you tell us 13th floor, 12th floor? I don't remember. Those are the things, floor. yeah, like I don't remember. You Dahmer, Dahmer actually said on his way out, LH, when they, they yeah. said, what are your last I didn't <laughs> last know words. that. That makes sense now. Thanks that makes sense. Did anyone brain. give it back to him? Yeah, his parents I, gave it. I owe. There was a guy, um, <laughs> I guess there was a guy in Oklahoma who uh, who was obviously about to get executed. He did something terrible, of course. And um, I only know this because we got an Oklahoma player on our team, mm -hmm. and we had just beat Oklahoma a couple years ago. So I was like, Oklahoma, people don't even care about Oklahoma. You know, like nobody gives a fuck about Oklahoma. Like, just shit talk. I'm a yeah. shit talking human. And then the guy that came from Oklahoma was like, put an article on my face. He was like, what was that guy's final fucking words? <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys said, boomer. Boomer. And then they killed him. That's literally Jeez, the last thing he said. Then they wow. took him out. And we do not know if Sooner was ever responded. But there are some people that are loyal till the final <laughs> moment of their life to their schools. And I did not know Dahmer was like that with Ohio State. There like, was something I just read. And I don't know if this, it maybe was sent to the group. There's like a famous saying that was basically coined by some guy on death row right before he's about to die. Jeez Louise. Now, Nick, correct me if I'm, there was a Steelers fan who was getting put into handcuffs and put it into a car and, oh, fuck, I can't remember what he's, something along the same lines. He didn't die, though, but similar. What did he say? He just said, like, the wheels on the bus go round and round. For Jerome Bettis? No, I don't think so, because he, we, he almost fumbled away at Super Bowl. But he didn't. Ben Roethlisberger. Almost. Yeah. Game's hitting tackle. Yeah, but the, I think part of my heart problems come from that very play. I can't take uh like when everybody was doing whatever shots was Vegas wrinkled, bombs. All of them though. Vegas bombs, Jaeger bombs. I'm good now though. What? I fixed myself. I fucking artificially fixed my own. Did you really? Three uh, D yeah, printer. I can take them all the time now. Why is that? Because you got a kid now. I don't. I didn't know no, that it's was been a couple yeah, years. What, what's wrong with your some, heart? Some, uh, what, it's too uh, big. Cares too much. There's Sant. Dahmer, AJ, wow. boys. Big Fiesta Bowl win. Good year, oh, boys. There he is. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Should have seen him run a fucking seam route. <laughs> San Antonio should have told me he was right over my I shoulder. Know. It's kind of scary. <laughs> look how look how cool you look, dude. Look how cool you look. Do you feel how, how cool do you feel right here? So cool. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah. Dahmer so cool. breathing and down scared. your neck. Yep. Let's go to the phone. Scared at the same time. Hey, yeah. San Antonio, you had a good game. Oh, hey, <laughs> way to catch a ball out there. <laughs> what did you say here? I have no clue. We're so fucking Congrats. cool, man. Good job. Fucking party at Wexies we're, tonight. We're, we're about to be the kings of campus, bro. Is this up on stage? <laughs> this is before you get a trophy? Yeah, this is after uh, the Fiesta Bowl, my senior year. Did you win defensive player of the year or player of the game? Uh, I think so. My guy, yeah. Reed, my guy Reed got a trophy. He was up there. No way. He had like four concussions, though. And you see him <laughs> you see him up on the stage, and there's photos of him. And there's a couple where he looks like super pumped. And then there's a couple photos where you see him trying to, trying to figure out where the yeah. fuck he is. Lights are off. That Fiesta Bowl did it good. I enjoyed the Fiesta Bowl. Loved it. They did everything awesome out there. I think so, great. too. Legit. Like, hospitality, hotel setup, everything. It was First whenever we were in it. You, you did, what, three years, I think? Three, Yeah, three of my four years I was there. Yeah, it was, like, it was like a home game for us. It felt like same hotel, everything was the same. It might be the reason why I love Arizona so much now. Mm. Like, my first experience with Arizona Fiesta. was the Fiesta Bowl, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, maybe this is the place. And now Arizona's the best. It is the best, dude. Yeah. Arizona's such a good state. It's second to none. Phoenix is Have you second. gone in you gone in July and August? Yeah, so <laughs> we're probably gonna take some time off here because have to do some more 
shit. Plugging shit in. Before next season. We can't have the same problems we had last year happen next season. That no. would be ineptitude at the highest order. And although we do have that happening, we have to fix it. So at some point in the summer, there will be a time where we'll take off. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm about sick of it. What is this, AJ? Why is this happening? It's right here. I can feel it. Yeah, Italian it's got to be an allergy, allergy situation. Nick, isn't this horn supposed to be right here fighting yeah. things off? Fighting yeah, bad, evil spirits. spirits not you don't think Well, haven't you tried? A lot of the great broadcasters would drink their own urine sometimes when they lose their voice. Okay. Al Michaels did it. Mm-hmm. We should have asked Al. That's a missed opportunity. He, I know he doesn't eat vegetables. I, I didn't know he. Oh, yeah. That, uh, those are his vegetables. Urine? Yeah. I don't think you're telling the truth. Right? Same nutrients. Doesn't seem like it is. We're going to take some time off in the summer, though, and uh, just know that that's going to take place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to fix everything. Got to make sure. Work on Java a little bit. Yeah, make, get some shots. Get some angles. Tim said the power's going to be off for fucking. Yeah, we got a fucking oh, natural yeah. gas generator in the back there. And, you know. Look at Java. What What's up, dude? Man, that's pretty sweet. That's a sweet shot. AJ, that's you. You kind of look like Carl Havoc a little bit. Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who's that? who's that? See, you need to start watching. Come I think on, keep watching. Day. I think you oh, should leave. Oh, I need to watch. I watched the hot dog episode. Nice. Okay, so next episode yeah. is Carl Havoc. Okay, good. Okay. Whoa. AJ fucking. Uh, look at that. Is that Bruce? Did you ma- who made the graphic up top? That's sweet. Dirty. 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 My bad. Yeah. But we need to reframe it because the ticker at the bottom. Yep. There's Carl there Havoc. There it is. <laughs> oh, is that the next episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Did you like nice. the hot dog? <laughs> Yeah, hot dog, you like, how about quite a turn there at the end of that scene? Yeah. None of us yeah. could have seen coming. Yeah, I mean, the dude is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's so That's awesome. Uh, he's unbelievable. He's so Can't skip lunch. Just, I think the funniest thing about it is how serious he has to be whenever he's telling somebody about the yep. skit. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part it's is thinking. not the skit itself, it's the him thinking of skit. Having to tell people about skit, yes, and then executing skit when there has to be so much discomfort mm-hmm. everywhere, and then just moving right on to the next one. I love them. Have I, you seen the uh, motorcycle world one? No. Oh yeah, it's great. That yeah. that's the, one of the uh, ones I just recently watched. It might be the dumbest premise of all of his dumb yes. premises. Dude, his premise was to dress up. <laughs> Never. Mind, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. AJ, you need to see that episode. Stat. I will. Believe me, I'm. I am. Uh, I'm inspired by what I've seen so far. Yeah, there, there's, the, there's the motorcycle. motorcycle. The motorcycle uh, <laughs> aliens one. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. It's so good. So I can't good. wait uh, to watch. Speaking <laughs> of watching, it looks like there's some rain at the PGA Championship. Tell me what's going on over there in New York with the PGA Championship. Yeah. One of the majors is currently actively happening as we speak right now. Yeah, Bryson had just teed off. Uh, he's in the deep stuff off of his first drive. I did see the uh, radar just a couple seconds ago on the broadcast. Doesn't seem like it's going to be around long. Doesn't seem like it's going to impact play at all today. But Scooty uh, Scheffler came out, birdied his first two to go from 300 to 500. He is plus 125 to win the tournament right now. Was plus 250 this morning. Yeah. Yep. And that, and then it went to like plus 210 because DJ had a bogey on a hole. Um, but yeah, Hovland's had a really nice day. Scheffler's up there, Bryson, and then, and then kind of a pack behind them. Scheffler's too good right now. He's so 
He's very he good. Has fin finished out of the top 12 fin since November 20. And you have to like him because he swings like you in the tee box, kind of moves his feet. Yeah, crazy feet. Yeah, guys were saying that to me today. Like, oh, man, you like, it's crazy. You're falling down, whatever. Like, every time you swing, I was like, well, Scotty made it, made it okay now, I feel like. Yeah, but, Seriously. like, that is a real thing because whenever you were in the tee box, for me, I used to swing real hard. And I would lift my leg and I would turn and move. And they're like, you need to keep your feet still. Rule number one here, don't move. And I'm like, all right, well, my knee's going to pop out of place if I do that. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. well, open your hips up a little bit. And because I'm not flexible enough, I still have to, like, move my feet. And I still, but they're like, if you were to keep your feet still, you would do so much better. Then we watch AJ swing. And AJ literally leg up like he's fucking no Sammy's. i don't i don't, I don't cock my leg you might as well yeah. and then Mike you <laughs> and then you you hit and you spin and fall completely out of it and he hits it so clean so far so far on such a regular basis i'm like that's what i'm talking about like that is why aren't we more athletic on this thing and then scotty scheffler becomes the best golfer in the world in literally every single drive he's moving his yeah. feet completely while making contact I love it. Feels like it's more momentum. Is that why you do what you do, or you just have always done it that way? Uh, I, I think as I've gotten older, it's I've started to fall forward more and fall out of it because if my foot's in the ground, that's the most painful thing ever. I can't keep my foot planted and twist and rotate on that when it's stuck in the ground. So I think I just naturally have always been doing it. Me too. Remember, I tweaked my knee last year because oh, yeah. I was yeah. Oh, yeah. I was driving I in Air Forces on cement, and I, my leg wasn't turning at all. So I was just putting myself in a figure four pretty much every mm -hmm. single time, yeah. and then just blew up. And I'm like, what the? Go I got hurt golfing in my Jeez. office. That was bad. <laughs> I'm an old man right now. I thought I wasn't going to be able to make it to Tahoe. Like, that was a real fear, but he's a player, dude. He's a beast. And Super. he's so clean around the greens, too. Super. He's, what, like 27 years old? He's still so yeah, young. Very young. He's just like this, though. At all times. Never, never up or down. He showed some emotion. Was that on, was that on game day last year where he got a little teary-eyed because he won? Oh, yeah. They oh, gave, really? gave yeah, him the award. Him he, golfer he, of they the surprised year. him golfer of the year on game yeah. day. That was at that uh, school that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Texas. Yeah. Texas. I remember that. I was out in the I was out in the land. I was out in the audience. He was way back. Oh, with Beard. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't really hear what was happening. Yeah, with, yeah, with But I did see him. Yeah, we were out there with Beard. Yep. And and Bear, I think, was and out Bear there. And Bear and, and all Bear. those fans, all the screaming squad. Texas Longhorns. Couldn't hear anything. Nope. Anytime you see uh, anytime you see my – I think next year it'll be – because I got dropped into game day middle of the season. Yeah. Boom. Hey, new guy. Mm -hmm. He needs a microphone, headset, everything. What? Every yeah. single game or whatever. So I think next year they'll be a little bit more prepared, and the crew over there is the best. But there was numerous times when I started – I joined that show – Boy, I couldn't hear a word anybody was saying. Yeah, it's just like here, you know, like going into next year, next football season. We're Has not to be gonna, better. Yeah, we're not going to have the fuck-ups or the miscommunications from the beginning of the year when we started. It. Let's go to the phones. Oh, T.J. Watt fell in his pool. It looked violent. I like that. T.J. Watt, TJ Watt <laughs> needs to watch himself mm -hmm. doing standard human things, okay? You're not a standard <laughs> human, T.J. You are a superhuman. That is why you are TJ White. And whenever you're out there, you know, just trying to be an actual human, trying to stay true to your root. Bang! Wow. Bang! Not even a thought. <laughs> uh oh, toss the phone. To slow down. The new phones are waterproof. Should be fine, right? 
Should yeah, be it should be okay. I haven't tested it. Have you ever, have you tested it? No, I'm scared to death that I'm going to have to do the full rice trick that never works or whatever. Yeah. So I know they make commercials and tell us that the phones can go into water, but I just am not 100% sold on that particular theory just yet. But TJ falling off of the ledge in his pool so quickly and abruptly <laughs> was something that I assume he could never fathom would happen as an adult professional athlete happy he's okay yeah probably pumped the pool's open though I, i'm sure he yeah. was, he was oh, excited yeah. to just get in the pool you know yeah. new weather better weather he's get probably leaves out of there yeah you know he looks properly dip. jock though in that fucking wet look jock well, remember what jj has told us yep. anytime you try to do anything with tj mm-hmm. you have to explain to tj watt that there is time to work out and watch film what? and recover oh and then i guess your niece or your nephew my son will have his birthday party yeah. afterwards okay well a lot enough time for you to get all your protein shakes in there he is fully committed to football and the way he likes to meditate how's that chores chores watching film that's, chores that's sound paper that's grit that's jump him cleaning his own pool at this stage what a hero what a beast that's a guy who would kick the door into a gm's office and say hey let's fucking get yeah. this deal done enough of the would. ain't that right aj guys clean that's his right, own man. pool what a legend Humble. Rust Belt type guy. Yeah. That's right. He'd never sell out, would he? No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Never. Well, he did sell out for the Steelers. No. So. I'm done. (laughs) This thing's over. (laughs) This thing. This thing. I'm so mad. (laughs) It's just shot. We just. (laughs) It's frustrating, isn't it? It takes like, it's exhausting if you do lose your voice, especially if you have to go to somewhere to. Where you have to speak, it's I'm, really tough. I'm not exhausted. Just every single sentence, I have no idea when it's going to. What is that? Yeah. Because yeah. there's no pain Ball anywhere. Hat. There's no nothing. I feel good. I feel great. Go get a shot. Jesus those, Christ. Those celebrities, I the singers, good. go get a cortisone shot like in their throat. That happened to Morgan Wallen. And it didn't help him. And then he had to take six weeks off. That's because he was yeah. getting fucking tuned up before his concerts. Well, is that what happened? That. That was rumored. That was disproved. Coding it up a little bit, maybe a few seeds. I'm too healthy now. That, that's the problem. My body backfires when I try to eat super fruits. You're right. It is amazing though. Like Bullshit. that's probably like a what twenty like twenty four ounce smoothie. You make that thing last like three hours somehow. That's multiple. It's like that's yesterday better. you did. This is two to three of them. Oh, you have two to three, and you keep getting more. It's always eating right now. Okay, good. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know. I drink a smoothie in like two minutes. I don't know how you make that thing last. Yeah. What? Thank you. Multiples. Good. Your throat might be eroding away from I, all that smoothie juice. Yeah, what the hell Maybe is, is going it, on? Are those things cold? What kind of fruit is that again? Hey, are those things frozen? It's fucking off CI, dude. There okay. we go. Is it frozen? Super fruit. It was Super at fruit. one point. Now maybe, your, maybe your vocal cords are too cold. Yeah. Well, this is room, room temperature now. How much sugar is in that thing? None. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Splenda. Only sub. That's what'll keep me alive. Fruit's got some sugar. Natural sugars. Natural, natural yeah. sugars. That's what I mean. They're good sugars. So I, I haven't mean. had this much fruit ever in my entire life. Tell a lot of dumping. Scare the fence. But your voice has never done that. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal? It's ridiculous. I need to get back into the terrible food again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get some wings out. That's it. Someone order some lava cakes. I need some pizza. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Pizza and lava cakes. Same place. See ya. The cure all. My voice will be back. See you there. Where do you get lava cakes? Domino's. Oh, yeah. buddy. Oh, they, my daughter always asks for them. It's hard to find places that can deliver it. Domino's lava what? cakes. No, you can't have any. It's not chicken or rice. Yeah, is that what you tell her? It's very <laughs> yeah, easy, it's actually, to find a place that delivers it. Oh, yeah. Asshole. Sorry. Don't, oh, not, sorry. Not oh, Cheesecake Factory doesn't have them. Hey, you know this young they generation. They don't work. They we don't, don't have any delivery drivers. What's your address again? We'll send them. 
Yeah, we'll gift it. Please do, please. Well, Trust me, my kids no, do not it. eat the way I eat. I promise you that. Say your address. No one eats the way you eat except for freaks. So from Wex's well, fitness freaks, yeah. From, he's very disciplined. Yeah. Very disciplined. I'm from, not, but yeah. From Wexy's house, turn left. What is it? <laughs> Just so we can know. To get to my house? Yeah. I don't. Honestly, I've never seen Wexy's. Uh, well, we know. Right, only, no in, only in pictures. Can't see it from the road. 50 Ohio State Drive. Let's go to Jordan in Iowa. Jordan, the Jordan on a five-hour energy phone line. What's going on, Jordan? I wish, Nick. I wish. Happy Feel Good Friday, boys. Hell yeah, Hell Jordan. Yeah. Hell yeah, Jordan. T's and P's to Pat's voice. Yeah. Thank you. Is this a little latte? Yeah. So, so we have... We have Anthony Richardson, fourth pick overall. He's great. Are we afraid there's a Trent Richardson curse? Because he's a third overall pick. Oh, oh, Jordan, the Richardson curse. Come on. Holy shit. No, Jordan, I didn't want to have to end that call. So abruptly, I think you lost service there. Wow. But we are not worried about one last name or anything going forward. We are worried about this a little bit. (laughs) Jordan's on to something. What's that? The Richardson curse. There has never been a Richardson who's played well here. Anthony Rich, I doubt that. Let's go through <laughs> yeah, the let's go through the history books of who right. has played for the Colts. Anthony Richardson's going to be great, and you know why he's going to be great? Because he got a chance to talk to Travis Scott, Michael Rubin, Whoa. and Tom Brady just yesterday Whoa. when they were in Los Angeles for an NFLPA rookie event. They fulfilled all their obligations at the NFLPA rookie event. That had to be yep. reported. Very yep. loudly. Okay. And then true after, professionals. Yeah, true professionals doing what they have to do. And then while they were there, before the plane took off to get out of L.A., they snuck in another meeting with who? Oh, I don't know, a couple billionaires. Oh. Uh, about what? Oh, building a brand and being a high-profile human being. Yeah. It was Anthony Richardson, and he decided to let Bryce Young, Will Levis, wow. and C.J. Stroud join him. Very nice of AR setting this whole thing up. All right. And this was a message that Tom Brady and Ruben and Travis Scott said to the young quarterbacks about to take over the NFL. Don't have a video for this. No. Okay. Was there a video? Who was oh, yeah. speaking? Tom. Tom. So Tom. Oh, Tom. And, and, and Ruben and Scott. That's Tom looks awesome. Didn't thought even know sure, there was. Thought for sure we had it. That's 100%. I didn't know there the, was a video. And as I was leading up to that, I was getting zero response as if we didn't. So 100% on Tom me is. there. But the speech that Tom Brady gave... Good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Hey, when shit hits the fan, he said, you need to work harder, is what he told these people, which I think is a good piece of information. Ruben talked about his work ethic and what he has to do, and then Travis Scott said some things. Then there was another video that came out Mm -hmm. where Tom was talking about being the first-round pick and a second-round pick. This is that one, I do believe. In the end, that's not real that big of a deal. Going first overall, in the end, it's not a big deal. It's great. You got opportunity. You're probably going to be paid more than anyone for a time period. But I was I was drafted, you know, 199. I just outlasted everybody. There's another me back there, right? So how do I keep my edge on everybody? Nice. I had to, I had to keep working. Nice. I didn't go, hey, I'm good, right? I won three Super Bowls. I'm good. There's another me out there, he said, you mm-hmm. know? I think what he was giving them was an incredible piece of motivation, and I hope that they were listening, obviously. There's a couple uh, other clips of Ruben talking and Travis Scott talking as well, and them trying to tell them, like, hey, incredible opportunity ahead of you, but I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. How many of them are going to go on to become great? And I think that's what Tom's trying to tell them. Like, 
we have no idea which one of you. Yeah. Or if, if all of you, or if any of you, yeah. are going to be able to go. But here's some advice. What a weapon for them. And I, I really appreciate Tom doing that, and Ruben and Travis Scott, obviously. Well, think how valuable it is, the fact that not only they got to sit there and listen to that, and, and though they will remember that, I'm sure. It had to be really cool for all of them. But they exchanged info, and they can reach out to them throughout the year, throughout however many years they're in the league, and, and I just pepper them with whatever questions they have. And I, I would assume – I saw when they said they were going to talk about like being entrepreneurs and whatever branding. I'm sure Tom and everyone was like, "Hey, you got you got to figure out football first. Like, you got to be good on the field first. Make sure that is situated, and then you have all these other opportunities you can try to take advantage of." Some guy, I forget who it was, came onto our team, and I just happened to be, you know, hanging around the room in which the conversation took place. A guy asked Peyton, you know, he was like, "Hey, I want to have all the commercials and everything, mm-hmm. and I want to." <clears throat> What is this? Why does this keep doing this? <clears throat> I'm not happy with this thing. I mean. Wait till you hear the stern talking to. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Man. I'm going to have it. I told you. Thing. told you what you could do. That's not. Whiskey. What? You can try it. That just that doesn't work as well. You're saying. That's what your own fluids will do. Oh, you're talking about drinking. I'm not doing that. Anyways, I heard this person ask Peyton, hey, I want to do build the brand, do marketing, do commercials. I want to be spokesperson for somebody. And the only answer that was given, and I don't know if Peyton took the lead on it or his business partner at the time took the lead on it, but somebody basically said, like, yeah, uh, being great at football. That's how. That's number one. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, you know how you get all this other stuff is you're uh, great at football. If you're average at football, you might be able to work yourself into some of these things, mm-hmm. but they will not be as long-lasting or as big of affecting that you want it to be. You're going to have to be great at football. That's, that's number one. And then everything else will kind of follow that later. And that sometimes gets lost with some people, I think. Don't you think, AJ? Absolutely, because they are kind of – from a young age now told about hey like your brand and all that which i think it sucks when anyone talks about their own brand i just it's weird i don't i don't know whatever but they are your own brand and you have to kind of represent yourself that way but if you don't play well it doesn't matter that stuff's not there but you can do both like you can be of course a superstar like peyton manning and still be awesome in commercials and pick and choose and be out there and make all that money and, and have a big profile but still take care of business on the field now baker mayfield i guess would be the only mm-hmm. outlier here and when he was in all those commercials, the Browns won a playoff game. Exactly. And made it into the play. Now he's not in them as much Mm-mm. because he hasn't been on a team, I guess, in general, or a winning team for a little bit as the guy has a chance to do it down in Tampa again. And if they get back into the spotlight and they're doing great, those commercials will probably come because a lot of ple- uh, people have seen how great he is in those commercials. But the people you see on those commercials during games, those people are who – People think are the face of the NFL. Yes. So you got to be a fucking guy if you want to get there. And I like the fact that it feels like that's what Tom's stressing. You know what I mean? Because we know Peyton has the Manning Passing Academy, which has certainly come into full conversation piece for some reasons, for one reason or another. It's been happening a long time. And I feel like Peyton and the Manning family feel obligated to give back to quarterbacks almost. So they try their best to give back to the quarterback community. I enjoy Tom speaking to younger quarterbacks and kind of sharing the game. I don't know how often he does that. I assume it happens on a very regular basis. I hope it'll continue to do that because that'll mean the league will continue to be great because that is how information kind of gets passed on. You know what I mean, AJ? So I like seeing that. That's everybody. I mean, you talk to any player who's been in the league for a while, there's usually one or two guys in that locker room that kind of 
I don't want to say like took him under their wing, but at least set him straight or let him know or just led by example. Like, hey, this dude been here for a while. I just watched him and tried to follow him and do little things that he was doing. Like, there's always somebody that you have to kind of model your, your game or what your your whole preparation off of. King Kerr, go ahead, Connor. Well, and especially for Brady, like all the players, obviously you can point to Bill Belichick, but like Vrabel, Willie McGinnis, all those guys that he was competing with, they talked about in his documentary. Like, they would, were talking shit to each other every single day. So it wasn't just like he had one coach to show him. He had, like, all those great leaders to show him, too, how to, you know, be a professional. Was Vrabel at that golf tournament today? He was not there today. No, I think he's working. All ball. That's All right. ball. Oh, yeah. Got got a division. To- Ryan Day's out there. <laughs> yeah, with a What's great it? swing. Ohio State alumni game, alumni outing. Did, did so he? Is Rabel? Yeah. Yeah, Rabel's out of town. Did Ryan Day play with you? Yeah, for three or four holes. No, football. Is this asshole. Fun? Are you guys raising money here for this thing? No, this thing was just for alumni, like coaches and players. I've never played it. It's my first time doing it. Bobby and Schlegs texted me like a week ago and said, hey, why don't you you want to join us? I said, yeah, 8 a.m., I've got you. Is that sweet? They just put this together, paid for who paid for it? No, it happens every year. It's just an alumni deal at the Ohio State golf course they do. Who pays for it? Um, Good question. That's awesome. Though. That's it's, why. It's Ohio State's yeah, course, the, though, so maybe. That is. It's legit. Like, that, that type State of shit is like, that's a big I, deal. We talked about it, bro. I, and I, and Schlegel lives in, in Jacksonville now. Bobby's here. James is coaching now, so like to get to be able to play golf with those dudes. I, I'm as you get older, I feel like you get weird and sentimental. I'm like me and Schlegs work, like, man. This is cool to like Schlegs. Like, man, it's great being with you guys. Great hanging out with you guys. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds corny or whatever, but it is mm-hmm. like it's cool being able to hang out with the dudes that you played football with that you don't get to see that often. And we're all kind of in. We all have kids that are young. We're all in like similar situations, and got to see like Nate Ebner, great Patriot player. He was in the group. He almost Legend. killed me with the drive. Almost landed one right on me. Yeah, great. John Simon, great to see guys that that I, ha- I don't get to see that often. That's adorable. That's it awesome. Adorable. Yeah. Adorable. That is adorable. Yeah. And it's a part of, like, why Ohio State has been great. Obviously, you guys have been cheating forever. And That's now right, yeah. the NIL deal comes <laughs> comes uh, in, and you guys just pick right up where it's at. But the entire program <laughs> is seemingly run in, like, the top-notch yeah. way. Alumni welcomed back. Bobby Carpenter was working out. With the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like if Every day. Wanted back. Welcome back. Hey, here's an event. Don't need you to pay us anything. Like, literally just want you to just come on in. Just be around, you know? Like, that. that's a big yeah. deal. I think that's a smart decision by Ohio State. I mean, yeah. There's like a whole – yeah, we, we talk about it. There's a whole – you know, you came to our charity event. There's a, there's – it's a great spot. Columbus is a good spot, especially yeah. if you played Ohio State. There's tons of people that stay here that aren't from here that played here, and all of a sudden they live here. And, yeah, it's cool, man. Derbs there? I didn't see herbs if he was. Might have been on dance dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't, busy. I don't know. knew who wasn't there. Let's go to the fence. Let's go to Kenny in Illinois. Hello, Kenny. Yo, I just want to know who's responsible for AJ Hawks Wikipedia page mm-hmm. and also Pat, mm-hmm. how can you call Roman Reigns the GOAT? Oh. When we had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whoa, whoa, jeez, Kenny, Bob, you got Bob Backlund out there too. When Stone Cold was around, who else was around at same same time? We had The Rock. What? We had Triple H. What? The Undertaker. What? Kane. What? Thank you, AJ. John Michaels. What? Bret Hart. What? Vince McMahon. What? And the list goes on. Stacy Keebler. Fondango. Right. So, obviously, that entire group, Fondango, was not around the Attitude <laughs> Era, although he would have been fantastic. Bang, bang. 
He would have been fantastic there in that group of humans that he just listed off there in fantastic fashion carried WWE into the publicly traded era, into the multi-billion dollar era, kind of took over the whole world. Right now you look like Roman's like, <laughs> Roman is. Been the guy for a long time. Through the hardest era where there was no fans, mm -hmm. yep. where the most amount of money is somehow being made in the most, Roman is the guy. So I think it's hard not to argue. With that being said, I watched Stone Cold Steve Austin what? go into a haunted prison in Nevada what? on Sunday night in Stone Cold versus America or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's hard not to think he's one of the greatest humans just to ever live, mm -hmm. yeah, he let alone in the bucket of WWE. So we're having a different conversation with him and The Rock. Roman, though, has carried the company and the business for so many years. He's now. our tribal chief, too. Bingo. Yeah, we exactly. will stand for him. We will, won't we? I will. I mean, look. We also cannot forget about all-time human Jalcina because just because we're Ooh. going back before, you know, him, and then we're going after, we, we can't forget that he had Han 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 championships. He did, and Han 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 amount of success. That's right, and he worked hard. I saw him give an interview actually uh, on Busted Open on Sirius XM, and uh, he was speaking better than I was. But he basically said, him and Ric Flair, I think, similar comparisons because of the work they both showed. They were there every single yeah. night. That was yeah. the workload was incredible. Roman's doing it in his own way. And in doing it in his own way, he's also put over like eight other people. Mm -hmm. So like, there's conversation about goat talk in different generations and eras, but there's also different ways of doing it. And what Roman's doing is uh, with... The bloodline, after, which is fantastic. After, after the recent news, I believe we need to give a hat tip to one Randy Orton. Okay. Hell yeah. Thank you for everything, Randy. Love you, Randy. Thank you. What was the recent yeah, news you saw? I believe, I believe he can't wrestle anymore. Um, what? We hope that's not the case. No. I thought I heard that. I seen it on the internet as well, but I mean that's been said about a lot of wrestlers for a long time. Yeah, there was yeah. Hey, where's the old? Uh, where's the old college wrestler that signed like a year ago? Gabe Stevenson. Yeah, Gable. I think he's back college again. Yeah, Minnesota. Oh, going oh, he is. Really? I'm struggling. I mean, this thing. I, I, I got. It's never been that bad. What is the deal? I have no idea. He'll he'll be up there somehow. Yeah. Sometime we assume. But Plus, there's so much shit. Because then those didn't those girl those basketball players signed with the WWE too? The twin girls. They yeah, did. on the Today Show. Yeah. Or Good Morning America. So or, have they done anything yet, wrestling wise? No, I don't think so. No. There's like a whole process of like, uh, you know, because it's its own thing. Yeah. So you gotta like. It's a long way to the top. Just AJ, go from player to head coach. <laughs> Which is on the stairs at that comedy mothership that Joe yeah. Rogan opened down there yeah. in Austin. Have you seen the lineup that they have every night at that place? Pretty much. I've seen a couple yeah. nights. I haven't seen like that every. Gotta time. get. They use, I, they use yonder bags every every show too. Phones really. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get down there and go to a show. I That'd think. be sweet. One of those. The, the night down there looks like a great time. Okay. A great time. But they do stair photos, like artsy photos. Sure. And I think it says it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Like, love on the stairs. School of Rock. Super yeah. artsy. What kind of bag yeah. did you guys Great get? movie. Yonder bags? Is that what you said? Because you're putting your phone over yonder? Or what, what? Oh. They're called yonder bags. I, yeah, I've been to places where you have to do it. Last phone call here from Dayton, Ohio on the 5 Hour Energy phone line. Let's go to Devin. Devin, what's up, pal? I'm sure you have with your mask parties. Yeah. What's up, fellas? 
What's up, Devin? Congratulations on everything. I know you guys are getting a lot of bullshit um, for Thank making you. it to the top, which happens often. Um, and I just want to say you guys are restoration. I've always kind of wanted to do what you guys do. And there's always been one path, and you guys are kind of opening up more. Thank you. So I just want to say thank you. Um, and one question for you, Pat. Dayton, Ohio. Are yeah. you going to be able, in between breaks, when you guys move over to the platform, to uh, get your dope in? Because I, you know, oh, oh, it's not legal here. I never do that when we're in uh, Indiana. It's not legal here. Ever. Can't do it. So I assume that'll continue. The exact same practice Mm -hmm. that is happening now will continue. I do believe. He's talking crack because sometimes we do do that. I have never seen or been a part of anybody doing crack during commercial breaks. But if that's what's going on in the locker room, we need to stop it. Tony's just confused. It's not crack. It's Pop Rocks. Oh, with Pepsi? That crack, yeah. Pop Rocks. (laughs) Yeah, they were. Pop Rocks are still around. <laughs> Gosh darn right. <coughs> Looks oh, great. I mean, it's they, so they're good on. line. So on. Great line. There's too many great. push-ups. Sorry about it. Quit doing push-ups. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing 100 push-ups a day. 100 push-ups a day. 100 set-ups awesome. every single day. Yeah. And I'm doing a cry. Hey, I got to stop a, uh, no. I imagine you have, do you have like a bench in your shower by any chance? Uh, so I got my shower. It's a stander, obviously. It's a Big shower. <laughs> like, what do you you do? Dips in it? I'm just saying. Oh no, you can do like decline push-ups and then do the little yeah. do like a thousand dips. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I love it. Put yeah, it. your dong's out because you're naked. But yeah, a thousand. A t- I shower in shorts. Jesus. Get a good decline decline uh, no push-up. T-shirt? Always. No t-shirt when you shower. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we're wetsuits. See, that's oh. the one. Oh, yeah. Come on, that's the one. Nice. Huh? All right. Well, nice. To end this monumental week, Splash. since that ball went through that hole right over there, <laughs> we'll give 15 people $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put the easiest way to pay them in the same exact reply. Mm. We uh. We thought maybe never get, do a giveaway again, you know, yep. after all the heat that we were getting, which actually with how much I've been crying and sobbing about how rude people have been to me who've been our fans, that might be why I've lost my voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. been hard. Might, it has been hard over here. And I thought maybe we never do another giveaway because why would you with some of the things that are being said? But then I had to remember, it's not everybody. It's just a small portion. And that small portion of people will realize in a couple of months that everything they're saying that is incredibly rude is completely off base. We'll be getting attacked by other people for sure, but our people will realize that we're good. Things are going to be great. Yep. Let's continue to enjoy the hell out of this stupid ride that we're getting to have. And let's enjoy every single moment we get to celebrate the shit out of sports. Oh, yeah. So this weekend, I hope everybody has a fantastic time. I hope the PGA Championship is fantastic. I hope whatever hockey games are on are great. I hope whatever basketball games are on are great. I hope my voice comes back. And on Monday, AJ, we're celebrating life even more. So congrats to the 15 people or 20. How many did I say? 15. 15 people that win five. Make it 20. Congrats to the 20 people that win $500. And I would like to say thank you all so much for supporting us, for being fans of ours, and for all the rude things that you're saying that you're going to regret probably in a few months. (laughs) We got a big one coming on Monday. Massive shout-out to Fireman Ed for stopping by today, Al Michaels for stopping by, and Ian Rappaport somehow got on the program. For a second. (laughs) 
Yep. We'll see Ty back, hopefully, from his indefinite suspension. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I hope so. Fingers we'll crossed. see. I doubt it. See you, Ty. Love you, Ty. Love yeah. you, Ty. It's a good shot. Well, we have to put that picture up because with any suspension, normally they put the worst photo. Mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to shape yeah. the narrative here a little bit. Mm -hmm. does, the photo does make me miss Joe, though, too. Donardo? Mm hmm <laughs> yeah, because the dropping kind of looks like Doppler. We know what's coming. <laughs> I don't know why, but on that back screen. Rest in peace, Joe. Miss you, Joe. Love you, Joe. God, look at Joe's Thank hair. You, Joe. Impeccable. Always, in all three photos. Perfect. Look at that tie. Jeez. The only thing more perfect than Joe Nardo's hair is his reading record on the Doppler. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm excited to see who's next. Who's going to take the Doppler His baton? Grandson, I think. Uh, Jim Cantor. Well, Cantor. Cantor's not reading a Doppler. He's, he, more he's inside the Doppler. He's more. Al Roker. Well. Yeah, your guy. That's what's going on in your neck of the woods. Mm hmm. <laughs> that is what he said. I got it. Yeah. I got it. All right. Yeah, I know. We'll see you all on Monday. I would like everybody to have a little faith, not in yeah. my voice, but in our vision. You're the greatest humans on earth. We'll see you on Monday. Have the greatest weekend of your life. Goodbye.